the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna's been watching Hearts against Motherwell. They're 2-0 up. I don't think the second half has started yet. And in many ways, Roger, a, a tale of two goalkeepers. One in Liam Kelly, who is a very good goalkeeper and is in the Scotland squad, but has had two very poor moments of judgment this afternoon. That allows Hearts to be 2-0 up. And then right at the end, Motherwell had offered very little. And were it not for Craig Gordon producing the type of saves that probably only he can produce, uh, Motherwell might actually be back in this one. Yeah, I think that's probably summed it up perfectly. Very uncharacteristic lapses of judgment by Liam Kelly. There didn't seem to be any threat to goal at all when Barry McCarthy put the ball through. Uh, Liam Boyce actually thought twice about chasing it down so early in the game. He just he did chase it down and he got his reward when Liam Kelly sort of dived out with the wrong leg and, and took him down. And then the free kick, I, I'm watching, it's away to my right and you can see the huge gap he's leaving. And you think, why is he leaving a gap like that? Because Stephen Kingsley's just the man who can coax the free kick round that wall and into that top left-hand corner, which is exactly what Stephen Kingsley did. So, costly errors, but Craig Gordon showing his class at the end. Some of the saves did at the end were uh, excellent. And you would maybe think it maybe just gives Motherwell a little bit of encouragement that if they can get one early in the second half, it could be game back on again. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that Hearts are worthy of their lead, Alex, yeah. but Tony Watt possibly thought he had a goal of the season yes. contender in the bag and then the fingertip from Craig Gordon appeared yeah without doubt we were just saying uh, during the break if it's any other goalkeeper there's potential that would have been in it was at full stretch just managed to tip it over the bar but you have to say the actual execution for Tony Watt is incredible because he takes it with his chest Gordon and then rifles it on the move uh, the, the, and he's the, like holding off Absolutely And the trajectory You think that's an all day long Just tips it over the bar And then he produces a second Brilliant save And that's why he's uh, in, in the sticks for Scotland And Hearts uh, Are doing so well Yeah it does look like Hearts are very much in control They're 2-0 up At the break Livingston nil, St Mirren 1 St Johnston nil, Dundee 2 And Dundee United 1 Ross County nil. Let's get the second half Up and running Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services. Extensive range on display in their new showroom in Hillington. I'm glad Mark Wilson's here to keep me <laughs> right. St Johnston 2, <laughs> Dundee nil, not the other way around. I was just testing you and you passed. Well done. Uh, second half's coming up though, still a lot to play for it. It's going to take a lot for Motherwell to overturn this. It might take a lot for Dundee to overturn uh, that game, but some, some interesting starts to the matches. Yeah, it certainly will be. Graham Alexander, like I said, would probably be happy to get his side in there, have a word with him, maybe rejig a few things. He would have been happy with a couple of efforts at the tail end of the half. But when Motherwell go with three up front, you expect him to create more. You expect the midfield to help the front three out when they're pressing. And it was an opportunity to put things right and right from the off, they're on the attack. So you'll be looking for a bit of a reaction at the start of this thing. How, how good is Beningame at winning the ball back? Is he just at tackling yeah. people yeah, and taking brilliant. the ball off them? Because it's a bit of a, bit of a dying art, really. How Look, good Ma- is he? Like? type, you know, when he just kind of gets his body in. Very good out, yeah. at just dispossessing I have to people. be honest with you, I, th- I think that was a horror mm-hmm. was running with the ball. I thought he was poor. He didn't quite have it under control. Gives him the opportunity to nip off. I think, I think uh, the mall manager will be a bit frustrated just now as they come down the right hand side here. Oh, it's no. a wrong decision. That's yeah. you look, as you as a striker, are you looking for that round ball, the face? Yes, a ball across the face uh, striker. I don't know who it was. Van Veen makes a good run. Uh, but I'd like to see Mother will try to play a little bit more oh. through the middle of the park. I like they're, they seem to be going direct because they've got that, that front three. But I don't think it's the right balls to play up for them. Got one of these. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com.
St Johnston have found their groove St Johnston 3 Dundee nil. It's not a Chris Kane wow. hat-trick It is Stevie May He gets in on the act at St Johnston 3 Dundee nil. James wow. McPake has been frustrated Mark Because the Celtic game aside Although they've lost a lot They've, they've been in games They've been competitive They've been close Look at the Rangers game not today Some Dundee fans Are leaving already They'll yeah. be back home Before this game finishes Yeah and they'll be disappointed It's fine You know every week Being in games But you need to find a way To stop conceding And when you get chances Take them I'm stating the obvious there And for Dundee at the minute They're just not finding That way You go back to the The Dundee derby Alex Wright Dundee played yeah. well They were on top They had a few chances Didn't take them And they've got this habit Of just conceding um, Pretty easily So Another disappointing <coughs> afternoon And I know we're early in the season But it's shaping up that they're going to have a, a real fight in their hands Right, we're going to have to do this Because this is one of the hardest who am I's we've ever had I don't know if the producer's in a bad mood Because you lot always He's get always the answers so quickly um, This is verging on too hard maybe I don't know, we'll find out Let's test your knowledge The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out And all the reaction to the weekend's games <laughs> Never mind the answer It's a bit hard to read As well So oh, wow. bear with That's me a long okay. question Do you know what I think you can do I think you can leave out That last manager Don't worry about that Okay I've played alongside Santi Carzola Thomas Prattley Part <laughs> See, see what I mean good. Sorry I've played alongside Santi Carzola Thomas Party, Solomon Rondon And Ollie Burke I've been managed by Avran Grant Jordi Cruyff I'll throw him in anyway Kiki Setien I won the Scottish League Cup But never featured in the final And I've also played in Greece Russia and China I've also been both runner-up And top scorer In a major continental tournament For my country Who am I? Serious, I'll give you a break And I'll just read it the next time If you want That is long Seriously yeah, go for it, I've played I alongside well, No, he did, he did well Aye, But thanks. I don't want to put him through it again I think I've got it I've played a <laughs> <laughs> I've played alongside Santi Cazorla Thomas Partey Solomon Rondon And Ollie Burke Managed by Avram Grant Jordi Cruyff And Kike Setien I've won the Scottish League Cup But I didn't play in the final I've played in Greece Russia and China And been a runner-up And top scorer In a major continental tournament For my country That is absolutely brutal Really is But if you want to see it written down And I think you'll need to Because who could remember all of that uh, go to our Twitter feed At Clyde SSB You can see the question written down And that's where you send your answer Who am I? If anyone gets that I will be so impressed We'll get the dad's to deliver a ball or something round to him Absolutely um, uh-huh. You know I like to keep my eye on Well it's not junior football anymore is it But that's the, that's the way we we used to know it It's now that the west of Scotland The senior leagues um, I like this tweet Some, uh, Robert sent me at Fair play Says Cool Scythe Rangers Our goalie coach Is 50 plus oh. And he had to play today Well played Stevie 50 plus 50s eh I like And that. a goalkeeper We could do that No problem eh Imagine you in goals At your age well, you're, you're that age Aren't you 50, well, I'm, I'm 50 plus He's nearly 60 50 plus uh, well, Daniel, Hold on a minute I'm 50 plus <laughs> Plus um, plus plus There's <laughs> a big capital plus uh, But yeah, I think you could goalkeepers in that level. No problem. Gordon, who was the old Dundee um, goalkeeper? Bobby. He's a coach up there. Geddes. Geddes. Rob Geddes. We had, we had big Bobby uh, Bobby Geddes uh, on, I think he was about 47, on the bench back in the day. Yeah. Just but he looked it. after himself. 
Um, and I tell you what, that was just your warm up because I think I might. I'm going to advertise for calls for this. We don't get many calls about, like I say, what used to be the junior leagues, now the West of Scotland League on yep. the open line. I think we need to start it because Pollock 3, Auchinleck 3 today. Now, I'm, I'm just basing this on Twitter, so if I've got some of this wrong, forgive me. Pollock were 2 0 up. I think they were 3 2 up as well. There was three penalties in the match. I think Pollock went down to eight men. Wow. <laughs> Discipline. <laughs> and after all of that, it finished 3 0. Wow. That is entertainment. Um, That's what you want to go and see. Here's a bit, here's a bit of news for you in this one a bit of information. There's a guy on this show played with Pollock. Fraser Wisher. Yeah. yeah. They know that. In the old days. Did they find me uh, Bobby Russell, Hall of Fame, played with Shettleson? Yeah. Peterhead 2, Dumbarton 0, Hamish Ritchie. Double the lead for Peterhead. Uh, dare I check in with the teaser? Because if oh, anyone's no got, no, anyone's no, got no, that no. already, oh, oh my, like, oh my goodness! Have it, no way mm-hmm. has someone mm-hmm. got that. Yeah, just a win. I've seen the answer, and I still haven't got it. Wow! <laughs> Seriously, oh, well, the standard of intellect amongst our listeners is incredible. Which clue have they looked at I have to, to no get that? idea Because I, I was looking at the question <laughs> And it's probably the last clue With the, the international thing that, that I was looking at Thinking that's where I would probably go Focus Outstanding Focus. Honestly We are honoured to have yeah. you keep us company On a Saturday afternoon Alawa Remember down to 10 men inside the first minute uh, They're now finally a goal down At home to Cove Rangers Rory McAllister That great old goal yes. getter he gets yeah. a few goals now McAllister Yeah he's back in the mix Yeah he's good signing He's good signing Well don't day. forget If you're still interested We're still looking for Your suggestions On who would make The best Bond From Scottish football yeah. And who would make The best Bond villain Well do you know when you, you know there's been A few suggestions For all this right Millpal Tam Callahan. Who I used to play with Back in the day Falcon You're not going to put him In no, for Bond No but listen to this He texted me and went Surely Jim Duffy Would be a good Bond Seriously I think he means villain no, he said nah, Bond. He means villain. I'm, I'm telling you, I read the text. Fuzzy Bear says a hue to a kill for Kevin's the man with the golden boot for Ray. Diamonds are for Heather or whoever the L's married to. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and the last one's tenuous. He says old ginger brackets Goldfinger for Wilson. <laughs> old ginger. <laughs> no, 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 that's no. miles oh, off. Fuzzy on. Bear, you were doing so ginger. well. <laughs> He, he certainly no, did today He's sweating like I've never seen But before. I know this jumper Was a bad <laughs> idea In this studio <laughs> <laughs> A sheepskin jumper he's got. <laughs> Terrible idea You know the TK Maxx the, the cheap stuff And I know it's got A nice wee logo on there Did you buy that Because of the logo Or the jumper Definitely the logo <laughs> um, yeah. Now listen This is not something I would criticise Hugh Oh it's a penalty for Hearts Or second of the oh. afternoon and uh, if you're looking for Motherwell to try and start the half brightly, as you guys suggested, mm. Graham Alexander, well, this could turn into an absolute oh, doing. Uh, Barry Mackay just giving Nathan McGinley the runaround. Oh. Uh, that's how it's the, the move starts off, and then into the box and Woodburn, and the, the move really continues to, to build up down that right-hand side, and it's Boyce again, um, I think, who will, will yeah, take very it, you pa- imagine. Yeah, they're very patient uh, working their way up the pitch here, Hearts. I was going to say, you mean uh, Motherwell defenders, because they don't look to be... And any mood to get saved this time by Liam oh, Kelly. He's, he's gone to redeem himself this time, has Liam Kelly. Um, oh. So this time it was actually Woodburn who went down in the box. That looks that a looks soft. Oh, come on, referee. 
I mean Andy, oh, no, oh. Andy Hallard This is interesting and, and Oh my days <laughs> Don't like that I don't like Jimmy that Jimmy Devlin but Mark, Mark, He's just went up And rubbed The senior player's uh, head That's alright no? I know what I'd be doing <laughs> I'd be going What's his number Give him five minutes He's getting hot <laughs> Believe me If he doesn't do, do you know what's interesting About this See when you look at uh, uh, and a completely different reason And Andy was talking about Cammy Devlin to me And he said he's, he's tiny And he's yes. very light Yes He's good a player as he is But it just looked like a, a sl- Coming together really And he sort of went flying Yeah um, Anyway Muller will have got out of it Because mm-hmm. Liam Kelly uh, <coughs> This time redeeming himself And it's a rubbish penalty yeah. You have to say from Liam Boyce And I mean that in the nicest possible way He'll off be very game. disappointed with that was off his line Yeah but quite, uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, And he made, uh, he, he made his mind up Very quickly Oh it's uh, a poor penalty, penalty Regardless penalty. Straight yeah. at him isn't Good it? save Good save for the goalkeeper Give the goalkeeper credit nah, it's, a it's a good penalty. save Ernan doesn't get in the back of net It's a good save He keeps his team What about a penalty Daz You're the only one that's no Can I give us a shout Do you think it was a pen? No no, I didn't think it was a penalty. Yeah, it was oh, here he is on, hopefully, to score yeah. three own goals and chuck the game. Andy Halliday on four hearts. This will be good fun. Oh, see if, see if they lose this from here after he comes on. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm going to have a field day on Wednesday night. Yeah. Well, he's come on for Halkett, so obviously a, a bit of a rejig there for hearts. He's not going on centre half. Oh, he's in. Oh, Muller have passed up a really good chance, but it's, an, it's just good that save. man, Craig Gordon. He, that's just what he does. It's, it's not easy. It's not a vintage save. You'd maybe expect him to make it, but that's the that's the mark of the man. Mark, it needs it just needs to be a, a good effort, a special effort, a goal to beat him these yeah, days. That, that is the difference that a quality goalkeeper brings to your back four. If I'm one of the, that Hearts backline there and I'm seeing Motherwell break, I've got every confidence in Craig Gordon saving that. If you're Motherwell, you so need to take angle, one of these Mark, chances. It's got to be. Do you know what though? I actually. I think we're doing Craig Gordon a disservice. That's a good save, Gordon. Willery doesn't do much wrong. That's oh no, no. I'm, I'm look. I'm not saying it wasn't a good save, Gordon, because he's a top class goalkeeper. Uh, it was a tight angle. I, I think it takes something special, and I'm giving the goalkeeper. Do you not know, think he should have put his laces through that? Perhaps. I think he was very nonchalant. He was. Yeah, that's yes. a great word. Yeah, yeah, very nonchalant. He was where, on target. That that's where it, it is the importance of it. Though Motherwell have been second best by a mile yes. in this game. But Craig Gordon's produced three very good saves and Muller are 2-0 down. That could have been a game changer. Miss apparently. Yeah. They got the pitch, they get back in the game. What a confidence booster that gives you. So Do you um, think they'll go back in then on the back of that? Um no, I I, I don't. <laughs> um well, a boost, but they won't go back. No, if they'd have got the goal there. If yeah, they'd have put the ball yeah. in the back in it, they boost the fact that Hearts have missed a penalty, they've went up the part, the game looked like it was away from them before a penalty kick. And never back in it But unfortunately Boyce will be really disappointed With that, that penalty there Because you know He's in such good he's form So reliable You're talking about Dick Campbell's team talks At half time Yeah Has he won it? <laughs> no they're getting beat <laughs> Mocked yeah. Our broth won Cameron Blues With the goalie of Peter Header Flying They've had a really tough start To the season as well But um, they're 3-0 up At home to Dumbarton Second bottom Jason At Brown, the start yeah. uh, Of today is, didn't, didn't expect him to win that Jim one Jim still the manager At Peter Yeah Yes yeah. He's been, I think he's one of the longest Is he? Is he? Is he? Yeah, maybe Jim, the Jim's longest, got a bit yeah. longest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yes, yes. too many more. No, yes. Top flights, Gerard, isn't it? It is now, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, still some good ones coming in for the Bond theme. Uh, Paolo's yeah. gone for ex Saints keeper Campbell Moneypenny. Moneypenny, yeah. 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 My coaching staff at here, Campbell. Can, can we get him a role? Good lad. Campbell's Ex St. Mirren, was he? Ex St. Mirren, yeah. Very good goalkeeper. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, very Reliable. good. Reliable. Played in the cup final, team didn't Yeah. Played with some good players, Campbell. Some men were a decent side, and then I think Wishart went there. Um, Downhill for it, 
<laughs> Barca Bert says Gordon the Elton No time to die Just keep the greys I like it This is not Scottish football But it will do John Doe says Luis Suarez Is the Bond villain Jaws Jaws oh, yeah He's had a wee nibble A few times bite. hasn't he Okay There's been a few over the years Had a, a wee bite out not he Yeah I think there is yeah. uh, And I wonder what team Alf Garnet Supports He sent Neil Lennon As Dr. No 10 See where he's gone with that one Yeah See where he's gone with that one um, What else have we got here Oh yeah Frank McAvaney Can't read that one out um, <laughs> There are a few of these I must admit Alex There are some for you That are Really quite funny But again you Can't read them Alex Yeah But they're, they're just on that line I would say of What's acceptable And, and what's not Yeah no Keep it yeah. clean Keep it clean son and some are not acceptable either I must yes. say so, Just um, as well of no data I'd be blocking all over the place. Yeah, the old boy's got you in his uh, jaws because after Aiden McGeady knocked your teeth yeah, out. Yeah, big Aiden, yes. Not don't look, well, 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 don't look at me like that. Teeth. He turned his back and I caught his shoulder blade. I, I would like smacked to say, him. if I could say, smash you. He smacked him. <laughs> look at Willow. He smacked him. I doesn't work on radio when you show. Yeah, I'm there, Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Lachetti and Graham Alexander mm. locked in conversation to try and get Motherwell back into this one, but it looks a fair way back. I think they're doing okay, Gordon. Um, what? Yeah, I think they're doing okay after a penalty kick. I think they're starting to impose themselves. Yeah, a little bit. It's better, but you've always got that danger of conceding that third goal, which would definitely put the game to bed. Um, I'm just hoping that Motherwell can get back oh. in this. And the frustrating thing is then for Graham Alexander, it took 60 minutes for his team to actually. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. brilliant. Yeah. Gotta say, Hearts, Hearts have been good this afternoon. Been really good, you know, winning the ball back, but going forward, the formation, the play is so difficult oh. to, to deal with. This is unbelievable. Barry Mackay plays the ball in, Gordon. He faints to shoot, Beningame, and he tries to call it's it a in. Great, good great save, save as well. William Kelly. Listen, I see the more I see this guy. He's been a brilliant. Beningame. He's got to be brilliant. one of the best signings of the summer. Without doubt. He rats the ball really well. His distribution's good. He's comfortable on it. And we're just seeing him in the forward area. Are you happy with this? I'm seeing some more. I'm happy with Hearts. Some more detail about the uh, remember that Pollock Ockenleck game that I oh, told you about. Are they on the bar having a so I've seen it, there's a tweet here from the Scottish Football Adventure who says Pollock's number five has just been sent off for telling an Ockenleck fan to enjoy his afternoon. Uh, go away, you fool! Uh, whilst down injured in the box, I've never seen anything like it. Says this tweet but from. See, that's the, the thing as you do young adventure. referees, you can't even have a bit of banter back with the punters. Colourful language Yeah it's probably for the best lasted <laughs> 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 five minutes They'll be a good crowd there Oh absolutely Paul, Paul, I've got a good Supreme so Good, good yeah. falling uh, <clears throat> Talk about today's football How good is tomorrow going to be Oh wow If you can look at two fixtures That just stand out From any fixture list Aberdeen Celtic Noon Rangers Hibs at three o'clock All yeah. set up Very nicely Gordon And uh I don't want to ever hear the Aberdeen fans moaning about coming down to Glasgow again when you look at the old firm going up there for 12 o'clock kickers year on year. Yeah, but Aberdeen need to do it every second week. Come somewhere down here. Mm. Yeah, but are they, are they 12 o'clock kickers? Mm, I don't think so, Gordon. It's slightly different. That was their argument coming down the road. Uh, oh, you I think about know. you think about the twelve thirty kickoffs on a regular basis. Oh, I'm glad I've never seen it. I'm so happy to see a shot go wide. Andy Halliday with oh, a volley. The worst thing about it is I'm, I'm actually surprised he got so close. Was he, it no his right foot? He ain't scoring a right footed volley. I don't think so. We can. Will we he be disappointed with that? that? Oh, nah, it's nearly gone out for a. It's nearly, wow, it's nearly hit the corner flag. That's hit Rogers' car too, Melanie. <laughs> um, I, I think it's a terrific game tomorrow. Yeah. I really do. 
Um, Aberdeen are not. In a did you like Ellie Kickoff's stats? That's a point. You know when you get loved them. Did you like them? Loved them. What did you? What did you like about them? Up the road. Alive now. Twelve o'clock is too early. Of course it's too early. Twelve o'clock for Aberdeen. To get to Aberdeen for 12 o'clock Oh no I'm up early anyway I, I actually played at Pataudry Can we do Centre here tomorrow? I actually played at Pataudry <laughs> twice in the same day Alec. There you go Twice what? in the same day How's that work then? Because there were two games We played uh, 3 o'clock In the Scottish the reserves I was young I was only 16 I was just breaking into first team um, We played Aberdeen in the Scottish Cup final At 3 o'clock The game finished at uh, quarter to 5 we then went on to had a shower, went on a bus, went down to the beach, had something to eat, come back up and played them for a half past seven kickoff. Seriously? Yeah. Why? Is this like the time Why? you met Natalie and Brulia? This isn't one the, of your yarns, is it? It's a hundred percent. Why? Correct. And so it was two youth games in one day. No, it wasn't youth, it was reserves. All right, reserves. And we carried a squad of about sixteen, right? And Aberdeen under Fergie was a manager at the time, played as part of it in the second game, most of his first team players. We won the first game We won the cup final I was outstanding How many goals you get Dazzler? I don't know One or two I don't know I, 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 I always remember I was outstanding And the second game We lost about 3-4-1 Something like that And what that. players Would they had In the first team Playing oh, in the, the, the night Guys game? like You remember um, De Grugvy And all Big these yeah, Ooh. Stuart Kennedy. You, you remember him, Bolo? McLeish, yeah. pl- McLeish played in the, the, the night game. I know one thing. You didn't get the better of the big game. But, oh, God, listen, uh, Mark, uh, Mark will tell you what I've done to him in the cup final at Hamden. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see that game? Oh, Alec, left him for dead? Left the two. Him and Wally Miller. Over, over, over lockdown, they were showing the classic games. Yep. And I switched oh, on one Sunday was. night, and Daz is up front. Against Miller McLeish I've never laughed so much <laughs> in my life. That was, oh. I felt I felt sorry for you. Oh, I gave him. I gave him. Tell you what, part of a Saturday afternoon, try and shine a light on some of the the stories that are happening um, around Scottish football that you might not have heard of. How interesting is this, right? Spartans today playing against Gretna 2008 in the Lowland League. So, Gretna 2008. No, sorry, Spartans take the lead in very controversial circumstances. Yep. The Spartans management check the footage, see that the goal shouldn't have stood, and allow Gretna to go and score uncontested. That to level that's up unheard of. No. <laughs> there is sportsmanship and there's just ridiculous. N- ridiculous Why? never What's been wrong with that. Because it's not up to surely the Spartans. Did they just maintain the integrity of the game? Yeah. Oh, come on. Well, I've actually seen where, you know, someone maybe gave the throw in and then they don't give the ball back and score from it. And the manager went, I'm not having that. Let them score. You know, you see that across the Perhaps if it's something to do with that, if it's a decision made by the officials and then. Or your players don't give them the ball back and your principal. Well, maybe it's something along those lines. That's the only way I could see it possibly. But you're not doing it. So see if we day fives next week and you're kind of. I say just Not a chance I'm in it to, to, to win, win it yeah. And it you win it uh, Mark remind us of your question oh, please. No. Joking <laughs> Alright I played <laughs> alongside Santi Cazorla Thomas Partey Solomon Rondon And Ollie Burke I've been managed by Avran Grant Jordi Cruyff And Kiki Setien I won the Scottish League Cup But never featured in the final And I've also played in Greece Russia and China I've also been both runner-up and top scorer in a major continental tournament for my country. Who am I? Mikko has gone for what a player this guy was, Eremenko. 
No, oh, he was good. Yeah. Where is where is he now gone? I think he'll probably be finished now. Is he? Is not? he? Oh, oh he is finished. Oh. No, I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, nice one. I, I, I didn't mean that. I, I meant his career. Um, I'm not going down good that player. road. Uh, Steve O's gone for Gordon Petrich. Nope. A few people going for Alexei Aramenko. Uh, Rido's gone Yelovich. No. Kevin Maguire says Oleg Solenko. No. Callum mm. Ray says Ilhaj Juf. No. Cami says Freddie Yunberg, your former teammate. No, not Freddie. Okay. Keep your guesses coming in, please. At Clyde SSB. Uh, still no change, actually, um, in most of the games. Yeah. Hearts 2, Motherwell 0. Livingston 0. St Mirren 1. Dundee United 1. Ross County 0. And the one that is definitely done and dusted. Tynecastle possibly, probably is. But St Johnston 0. Dun- <laughs> I've done it again. St Johnston 3. Dundee 0. <laughs> what have you got against St Johnston no this afternoon? Yeah, that one's definitely done. This game's. The game we're watching here, Hearts Motherwell, is interesting. Motherwell, I think, have been. Marginally better. better But Hearts are still playing some good stuff And obviously they miss a penalty Another good save from Kelly in there um, So Nice goal crucial Yeah it is crucial And Alexander I wonder if he'll be Eyeing up to make a, a, a couple of changes To try and yeah. Try and get something else out Fresh of it up I think we were about to talk Briefly about the games oh Tomorrow oh. Um, Gordon earlier on yeah. We get interrupted But yeah it's all set up Some cracking fixtures tomorrow Certainly is um, Aberdeen and Celtic kick off um, The first game Gordon And then we've got a terrific game At Ibrox as well Rangers Against a hip side sec- Set in second just now In good form as well But all eyes will probably be on Aberdeen Celtic Because Aberdeen what is it? Not eight. one, one and eight. Not one and eight. Yeah, Celtic and two through, wins and eight. You know, Celtic and through this period just now that you know the managers having to defend every decision. They're talking about style of play and everything. I just like the way he goes about his business. I'm a I'm a fan of his. I like I would like him to get as much time as possible because I think he needs that. Because you look at you look at what he's had to go through and what he lost in the summer was the spine of his team. Top quality players For his captain He lost Christie He lost Edward He lost Ayer as well He had to get a new goalkeeper in It takes time And uh, I think Celtic fans Will need to be patient With the manager I think he needs Transfer windows But If they go up to Aberdeen Tomorrow and lose They drop out the top six Which is incredible That that is what's incredible About it Mark Because You kind of get the feeling That both are true Of course he needs time but they still need to win tomorrow You know that, that Those are the two statements That you keep hearing And yeah I feel like they, they Coexist a little bit Yeah oh, I'm pretty sure he's aware uh, Of what needs To happen tomorrow uh, And he's aware that At a club like Celtic You need to win games He'll know he'll get A certain length of time To try and make things right And put his ideas across And get his signings in But That time isn't unlimited You know Quite quickly Fans will turn the, the, the fans who gave him The grace at the start And were up for Giving him a few windows It only takes A couple more losses Before some of them Start to go Well Is this the right thing You know in statements The, the other day We won't change our style We won't compromise for any It's quite clear to see That Although it's really attractive mm. Watching it going forward And it was brilliant To watch the other night Going forward yeah, you just kind of keep playing open football like that. There's, there's got to be some level, a defence to to keep the ball at the other side. Uh, of course, uh, for for Rangers, Alex. Yeah. Actually, again, the other night was it was disappointing again. Um, the situation is clearly nowhere near as um, dramatic. Rangers are top of the league. Or, no, sorry, can be top of the league. Um, they went into today top of the league, and 
there's still that just that question mark about why it's not quite the same. The, the team got changed a bit the other night, and um, it was all right. They weren't miles out the game clearly, but ultimately not good enough. Yeah, they they lacked uh, kind of quality in the final third, Gordon, and ultimately they were undone by a set play. I thought defensively were a wee bit six and sevens, particularly at the second half. And it'll be interesting to see what the centre half pairing will be tomorrow. Mm. Whether Simpson comes back into the mix, I would I would suggest he will, uh, Gordon, because. I thought Young Bassi, as much as he'd done okay, there was times positionally he was a wee bit all over the place. So uh, you're trying to make that back line because you're up against a front line, Nisbet, Boyle's mm-hmm. in good form. So you're looking at a team that are actually quite good middle to front. Did, like he, did he struggle in the air, Bassi as well, didn't Yeah, it was, it's moments. interesting, Gordon, because he's, it looks to me as if he's got a decent presence size uh, and he didn't quite look as if he was commanding, uh, even though he does okay in the left. But when you're centrally, you need to be more aggressive. So I think it's a really... Interesting game tomorrow Rangers home form's been Absolutely tremendous What is it 21 wins out of 22 uh, So I think from that perspective Domestically Then they were looking To try and uh, continue with that I think this is a really Obviously we're going to enter International break But I think October Is a mm-hmm. really big month For both uh, Rangers and Celtic And of course The post-match discussion The post-match fallout From the Rangers game Has yeah. been split between that And, and understandably um, The Glen Kamara situation Where the children who were inside the stadium as a result of a previous stadium ban yeah. for racist chanting uh, seemed to boo him every time he touched the ball. There were boos towards Rangers, other black players also. Um, again, the Czech footballing authorities or the clubs involved and even at a government level, they've sort of doubled down on that. You were in the stadium, Alex. Yeah. You were doing some television work. What was that? What was it like? Well, Gordon, you know what it's like when you've got your earphones on, your cans. It's very difficult to hear what's, what's going on. As the game was wearing on, you know, we were obviously get colleagues sat beside us who didn't have that on. They were kind of remonstrating, seeing every time they get the ball. So when you know where it was getting passed from various players, I was trying to get a flavour of it. It was clear that they were booing most of the black players, but it was very evident that they were targeting uh, Kamara for, uh, you know, the, the situation going back to Slavia, uh, you know, when we had all that racist situation where he... He ended up with a 10-game ban. So I'm not exactly sure how it's been reported over there, but what I can say is there is no way he should be getting the abuse that he got for the second time for going about his job. So it's absolutely d- ridiculous. Did the severity of it only dawn on you sort of later in the game or, or maybe afterwards? Because to be fair, I've been there. It was a, got, Gordon, it was a later stage. You've got the commentator yeah. blaring in your ear. You've got a producer sure. shouting at you and telling you what to do. And it does kind of distort things a little bit. Did you start to get a flavour of it, social media, and then it was, and it was, watch it, it back? It was after about 25 minutes to 30 minutes we were actually, because they were kind of remonstrating beside us as if to say, are we actually quite hearing? Because you know what it's like, Gordon, when you go to an under-21s, there's thousands and thousands of kids, there's screaming noises, and, it's, and they don't stop. You know, in a normal game, you'll get a period where the, the fans die down, but they were just continuous. And even when you listen to Rory doing the commentary, he was actually saying we're finding it difficult to hear the whistle being blown because is that a foul or not because of the screaming with the fans but it became evident as we were taking the earphones off that this was actually turning out to be the case and as I said it's absolutely ridiculous at this day and age and see the fact that they're actually doubling down now yeah, I think there's someone just come out uh, recently as well trying to protect this uh, it seems to be like mm. a cultural situation over there and for me listen it's absolutely I think you know when you talk about zero tolerance as well with the governing body they really have to kind of start taking notice of this. They can't allow people into If there's a ban, there's a ban. Don't let anybody into the stadium. Because I thought it would have been a good idea initially, Gordon. And then obviously mm. the result of the other night uh, 
contradicts that really uh, Kilmarnock have equalised at home to Wraith Rovers and how's this for an instant impact it's Callum Hendry son wow. of our friend of the show Colin Hendry he's gone on loan from St Johnson to Kilmarnock I think just yesterday mm-hmm. and uh, he's scored instant already Ooh, maybe we've got a, have we got a comeback or is it a consolation Goal Flashes <laughs> with AspireGlasgow.com St Johnson 3 Dundee 1 Sweeney with the goal is it a comeback is it a consolation Consolation for me, I think too late in the day. Seventy-four, fifteen, sixteen minutes, will Yeah, no, I don't think so. No, no that game's finished. Um, you're looking at St Johnston at home. Maybe if it was Dundee with a bit of support, but momentum. I think they'll actually have a few fans down there. Just like what we go, what, fifteen minutes down mm. the road, twenty minutes, will Well, it was it's billed loosely as a derby. derby. When I was at United, you went to St yeah. Johnston. What was it called? The Tayside. No, but Dundee St Johnson's more of a rivalry. Yeah, more of a rivalry, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was Dundee United Aberdeen, but it was always uh, a rivalry. But disappointing day for Dundee. Yep, and with us, that one's yeah, over. I mean, there's a few hundred fans there, so they're high in expectation. Kelty two Ann and one Callum Higginbottom with the goal there. Um, Amaluzor has come on to replace Grimshaw for Motherwell. That's Amaluzor to everyone else, but you've got to pronounce it that way so people can't uh, take it out of context. Amaluzor. Um, has come on to replace Grimshaw it just says Justin on the back of his strip though yeah we were hoping he's going to make an impact Gordon uh, Mother will need something very quickly if they're going to get anything out of this game I can't see it um, I think Hearts are very very comfortable indeed. Gordon a couple of weeks ago we were looking at the, the, the league table and it was like four teams were kind of wrestling down the bottom of the, but it's actually starting to get three detached now when you look at Dundee Ross County and Livingston as a point between the three of them because of St Mirren potentially getting back to back wins so that's catapulted him up the league I don't think there's any surprise in that really that was that was the way I pictured the league going this this season. Livingston because they'd lost so many players, and for obvious reasons, Ross County and Dundee, you know, I thought they would struggle, and it's shaping up like that. As is the top of the table. Well, apart from I Celtic. don't think I had Dundee that far down when I did my predictions. I don't know if that was a bit loyalty for the old days. <laughs> Strong feelings, have you? No, no, but I just thought they would uh, do a little bit better when they're doing it. The Mark, let's check in on the teaser once more. Okay. If you don't mind I've played alongside Santi Cazorla Thomas Partey Solomon Rondon And Ollie Burke I've been managed by Avram Grant Jordi Cruyff And Kiki Setien I won the Scottish League Cup But never featured in the final I've also played in Greece Russia and China I've also been both Runner-up And top scorer In a major Continental tournament For my country Who am I? It's mostly the same Wrong answers that are coming in now But Terry Monroe Has gone for Malumbu no Right okay uh, Motherwell with a, another Half chance But Stephen O'Donnell Shoots when he probably Should Wrong option Gordon The strikers are be Really frustrated with that He's in an acute angle There's no way He's going to beat Craig Gordon from mm. that You can see Graham <laughs> Alex It's just as well We can't lip read mm. Oh, oh it's, it's, horrible. Horrible. it's horrible He's got three teammates in yeah. the He's well. got bodies Gordon He's got people in the box He's got to fire at across yeah, You're looking for a little yeah. bit of quality If you're a striker You're giving him mm. a hard time Jim that. Duffy honestly Is the ink dry in the contract oh. Partick Thistle 3 Air United nil. Zach Rudden again um, There's a Scotsman scoring down the road as well Sheffield Wednesday 1 Oxford 1 It's Callum Patterson uh, With the goal there So Have uh, we got any more Bond stuff? I was enjoying that Oh actually yeah I don't know if it's dried up a little bit Let me check That's probably my fault Because I've stopped talking about it And that was good fun Asking for who in Scottish football Would make the best Bond And the best Bond villain PR says I don't know why But I think Yanis Hadji Seems like a Bond type to me Uh, And Scott Brown would be the baddie Obviously Because he's a Rangers fan Says PR Okay 
Um, Patrick McCarthy says Dr. Joe would get in there uh, from yeah. Russia with Love Street. Lex Goldfinger, he's just giving me loads of puns. He's not telling me who mm. would make a, a good bond, but that's fine. You only live a twice mm. for your pies only. <laughs> he's got <laughs> I this. Yeah. A view mm. to Achilles, Skyfall, Kirk. Oh, he's all over. Oh, this guy's all like over. That. Patrick. What about what about your manager, Graham Alexander? He's always no, fairly nah, not no, rugged. well turned out. No, looks a bit rugged. Too rugged. Too rugged. Just too rugged. I think he's no. just the wrong side of rugged. Yeah, <laughs> the wrong side of because he's got so. a bit of stubble. Stubble. It's like Jim Goodwin's probably on the the line. The line. Yeah, I think he's your rugged line. <laughs> it's a rugged, a, a, line? a rugged line To one side you've got Yanis Hadji Nowhere near as rugged And on the other side Graham Alexander Just too rugged I think that has to be the okay. the, right. the barometer Is that fair? Yeah absolutely Any disagreement? Yeah, no, good I'm glad we've good, got yeah. that uh, Sorted out Really serious discussions here uh, On a Saturday afternoon yeah, you, you mentioned Scott Brown there It'll be interesting to see him Come up absolutely. against his old team I think that'll be a One to watch well, he didn't, he didn't get a send-off, did he, from the, yeah, the Celtic support? So um, you wonder how emotionally he'll be feeling. Like, he is a true professional. He'll, he'll approach a game oh, with a mind to win it. He'll but, put there doing the warm-up and uh, we need to tap on. <laughs> yeah. I think at the start it'll be, Bruni, you're a legend. We love you, Bruni. And then two minutes in when he cements Kyogo, oh, it'll yeah. be boo. That's yeah. what football fans do, isn't it? They'll turn very quickly. Well, I think, did we from Pongo get a wee bit of, uh, you know, a wee yeah. bit of... That, kind I was surprised of, it, at that Well do you know what though it's, it's just kind of automatic now You notice this It's pretty much And Scott Brown might be the exception Because he's so Scott Brown icon. But it's now pretty much You just boo all of your former players And it's a bit bizarre But it just kind of happens Yeah With, with Fring Pong though he, he comes in uh, As a As a project To Make some, make some money <laughs> And makes the club A lot of money And yeah, Wasn't he particularly him It was saying he was desperate to get out that's what Celtic's model was And he, he lived up to it He was a good player He was successful I thought it was a bit By the way I, I scored cool. against um, Millwall My first ever appearance Having left them It was a few years down the line Played them Scored a 90 minute one And I'm running away Giving it plenty And then I realised <laughs> The boss swelled towards me And I thought What am I doing I remember I'm back Doing after six years At the den I get dogs abuse yeah. I was, it was just an instinct You know you're away celebrating that. Not a lot of people like that Always mooted. celebrate a goal Doesn't matter who you're oh, Kilmarnock 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 Shooting themselves yeah. in the foot oh. They just got level But they're now trailing again Matej Plopatnik Has restored Wraith Rovers lead Kilmarnock won Wraith Rovers 2 With just Under 8 minutes to go Yeah, yeah absolutely That's a good That'd be a good result uh, Away from home It's been a hard uh, week for uh, Ray Throwers, you know, had Celtic Park, you know, the the, the derby against Dunfermline. So it's, they're away from home, a, a command side that everybody finds. That's so tough as well. Big yeah. chance for Conor McCarthy well, to bury the game. Um, six yards out, volleys over. So St Mirren, maybe still a bit of a a nervy finish. You'd have um, to say, though, that'd be a terrific three points on the road for St Mirren if you could see this out. Uh, just a couple of minutes ago We should have told you Peter Haring on For Barry Mackay Nice um, haircuts Of both of them I like them So obviously Hearts oh. are now <laughs> Settling Gordon That's Yeah a, Yeah Motherable uh, They've tried the substitutions Nothing Here's another one Coming Gordon Nothing really happening For them It's just been a poor day um, You don't like to see Your centre forward Getting taken off it shows you that he's not really had a, a big influence in the had game. Had a nice scissor kick from 30 yards that went just yeah. wide, but other than that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you'll be disappointed uh, overall. I actually think that Hearts have been very comfortable. They look uh, good, Hearts. They look well organised. They look strong. They've got good players that can hurt you. Uh, You know, I think they're definitely going to have a good season. But when you look back in the game, Alexander looks back in the game, he'll come out after it and say, ultimately it's two goalkeeping goalkeeping errors. errors And and at the other end, Craig Gordon's just three good saves. Uh, But overall, the Hearts have deserved the the win in the end, which they will get. Uh, Connor Shields has come on for Queen of the South. was actually excellent uh, for Hutt. For Motherwell And the reason That I've got myself In a mess there Because he was excellent For Queen of the South At Tynecastle last year Do you remember We watched it in here On a Saturday He scored twice Yeah Oh yes yeah, I do Early on And he, ra- he ra- two up. ran them ragged yeah. Didn't he That day um, well, He's only got Ten minutes To Make an impact performance Yeah Motherwell look a long way Out of this now Yeah bring a centre forward Ten minutes It's a hard It's a hard ask Yeah they're pushing a lot of men uh, Forward to try and get At least get back into the game But very comfortable. <laughs> oh dear. You've seen someone twat there, haven't you? Absolutely. Richard says Mark Wilson is odd job because it seems very odd that clubs are willing to take a punt <laughs> on him as a manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, good. Richard, yeah. Yep. Good yeah, on you, Richard. I guess called Dick. I was going to say yeah. that. Yeah, he did say that sometimes. Uh, Aloha are the 10 men. Uh, eventually Because oh. they've got themselves Back into it But Rory McAllister's got his second Alawa 1 Cove Rangers 2 Remember Alawa have been down to 10 men Since inside The first minute mm. yeah, yeah. Still in the game Yep Alawa are doing Not too bad This season With them going down Last season Yeah but if they won that They would have jumped up A few places Always difficult When you're down to 10 men For well The majority of the game Peter Head That's a surprise result though The way they've been going Apparently playing Bartley nice football okay. Yeah Apparently been playing Good football But Aye. not getting the results But a good one for Scotty says If Keevans became Bond He'd be the Spectre Tube Oh yeah. yeah Someone sent another one in and For uh, for Hugh Keevans Saying For four eyes only Which is a little bit harsh You'd be but I, this, There is context to this We're not I mean I wear glasses We're not just We're not just aimlessly <laughs> Criticising I, I wear glasses But this is This is obviously On the back of his Specky Tube video From a few years ago <laughs> Oh poor Hughes Not here to defend himself oh, He'll, he'll be, be back tomorrow well. He'd he'll love be, that would he Yeah Sitting He'll be sitting fire on Won't he Feet up Smoking jacket I, I, on I think he's been uh, Out and about Taking uh, In this weather Mrs Cadence sure. Out for the nice lunch nah, And the fire so. roaring Yes it. Nah, I don't see Splashing it Splashing out He's pension He's splashing about In the the weather I don't I don't see it I think he'll be Wrapped up Saving himself for tomorrow mm. Yeah uh, I don't think so Right we're approaching The final stages Of all the games And you'd have to say If there's any late drama Probably has to be At the Tony Macaroni now Maybe Tanadice of course Dundee United 1 Ross County 0 Livy Nelson Mirren 1 Peterhead 5-0 now Scott oh. Brown um, He is having a busy weekend And Motherwell 2-0 down With only 6 minutes to go That looks unlikely uh, St Johnson 3-1 up in Dundee So again uh, They look comfortable as well Yeah Graham Alexander's frustrated there He's having a go Is it? Andrew Dallas Andrew Dallas yeah, Fourth AD. official yeah Oh Dunfermline are having a torrid time They got what Could have oh. been an important point During the week Is that going to be the start of something? And it looks like the answer is no Because with five minutes to go Queen of the South Have taken the lead through Lee Connolly And the criticism of Peter Grant's just going to get louder He's not won a game And That tends to be problematic Yeah and you, I, I watched the game the other night I thought second half they were excellent Against Wraith He changed one or two things about um, But he's got, he's got a f- good squad of players 
Yeah, a good experience squad there as well, and they should be doing a lot, lot better than what they're doing, and that only piles the pressure on. Big club in that division, Dazzler. Yeah, I, I used to love going playing there. Uh, Did you? Yeah, I love playing at uh, East End Park. Um, oh no, I prefer the big grounds. Did you not like playing? That's quite a big ground, Alec. Mm. Partick Thistle are now 4 mm. nil up on oh, air. Wow. And it's Brian Graham. Man, mm. it seems to get a mention one yeah. way or another every week on this show. Big Brian. Mm. Yeah, for Bond as well. You know, big tall, smoothie, yeah. tall, dark, yeah. You can't go for, hold on. How can you go from Woody in Toy Story, Story to Bond? To Bond. Those two cannot be... Jack of all trades. They, they can't be played can, by the same actor. <laughs> can do it, and that guy. Come on. Yeah, kid's the entertainer and can save the world oh, at the same time. Not so. having that at all. Yeah. What if he gets the outfits oh. mixed up? <laughs> he's got the tux on, but he's got his, he's got his, he's got his, his, owner's, his, he's got his yeah. owner's name written on the bottom of his shoe. <laughs> well, he's got a bond. Win it. Come on. Is that Duff? Yeah, Jim Duffy will not be happy, man. Uh, if you're interested down the road, Timo Werner has scored Chelsea. Uh, now 2 1 up. Looks like they were going to have to settle for a point at home to 10 man Southampton, but they've got themselves back in front. Yeah, Chelsea uh, had the numerical advantage over Southampton. It's paid off 2-1. I'm just going to check the teams on that one because uh, you'll remember Stuart Armstrong was on named the bench. in the bench. Is he on the bench? He was, he was on the um, bench, yeah. Because he's in the Scotland squad and he's not played this season. Stuart Armstrong. Um, so, yes, let me double check. Mm. Yeah, he's an unused sub so far. So he's... He'll be fresh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <Very> fresh is <laughs> a daisy. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, what we want. We just need to hope everyone comes through unscathed. We can't have an. We ended up doing all right in the last international mm, yes. break, but it, it wasn't pretty in the build-up with all the, the, ish, the injuries yeah. and COVID and red tape preventing Stephen O'Donnell and Kevin Nisbet. I think flying to Denmark and we straightforward. Please, everyone to choose from. Sell-out crowd, batter Israel, never play them again, and on to Qatar. That's the yeah, plan. Yes, we've played them so many times. You know, Sick each player must know the opposition inside out. Dazzler. That'll be a terrific uh, game next week uh, I'm with Gordon We just hope that we've got our best players there Our strongest squad to pick from um, I think it's difficult, Dan's like, It must be so difficult for the managers Having to prepare for this Not knowing whether you've got COVID go, Whether someone's yeah. injured and things Yeah, yeah, it certainly, it certainly is, Alec But um, that's just um, the way we're Sign of the times It's a slightly Should be a slightly easier build-up this time Because the game's Saturday, next Saturday night It's a yeah. week Whereas if you remember the last break Teams played on Sunday Tuesday. and then they had to have UEFA COVID testing by the Monday morning, I think, and then, you know, Tight. and it was, it was very difficult. So, yeah, that was that. And uh, it guys meet up tomorrow, would it be? Or Usually Monday morning? Is, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. tonight and then meet yeah. up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. In yeah, 1994, but... perhaps, um, <laughs> not these days. Uh, Ross County have the ball in the back of the net, yeah. it's ruled out. Oh, Dazzler. There's a goal coming from one of these games Dominic there, there you go. Samuel denied Are both have equalised Morton 2 are both 2 Michael McKenna's late penalty Aloha 1 Cove Rangers 3 And it's a hat-trick for Rory McAllister So it looks like those points uh, Will go back up the road Many to balls Cove. you got Dazzler You must have had a few eh? I'd, I'd four hat-tricks in one week yeah. Mark Wilson, see, these, I'm, these I, get, I'm get just sick of these stories, so let's do something more important. The second half teaser with Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. Oh, sorry, on you go. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the permission. <laughs> I've played alongside Santi Cazorla, Thomas Partey, Solomon Rondon and Ollie Burke. I've been managed by Avram Grant, 
Jordi Cruyff and Kiki Setien. I won the Scottish League Cup but never featured in the final and I've also played in Greece, Russia and China. I've also been both runner-up and top scorer in a major continental tournament for my country. Who am I? I am Mubarak Wakaso. <laughs> the faces The look on the faces <laughs> of these Google two Google this They've, they've Googled this lo- How could you Google that though? I've no idea Loads but they've Googled of people it. got it And I love the, the bronze medalist On the teaser for the second half Is Alex Ray's baldy head Genuinely That's Aye, a, good on you. a new Twitter account um, Second place is Kieran Conlon Well done Kieran But the winner And outstanding football knowledge This guy Lewis Farmer. I mean, you were all outstanding if you got it right, but to, to get there so quickly, well, you know quickly. Amazing. Amazing. Do you do you know how quickly? Got yeah, that? within minutes. Minutes. Can, can mm. you what, see, see this guy? Can you just tell me his name again? I've never heard him. Yeah, he played for Celtic the under Ronnie Dial. Right. Okay. Good player. Do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Good player. What position was he? Uh, anywhere <laughs> in the age. Well, f- funnily, funnily, <laughs> funnily enough, funnily enough, funnily enough, he actually was a bit of a utility man, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a brilliant saying, no, anywhere in the age. Where do you play? Anywhere in the age. Anywhere in the age. <laughs> the the winners got that in two minutes. That two minutes. That's incredible. Well done. Uh, Kilmarnock won Wraith Rovers three. Game over. Poplatnik oh, with his nine, second. Nine. Tom, Tommy Wright result. will not be happy with that one. Used to the AstroTurf Wraith Rovers That's that's what's happened there Yeah Yeah they were They play obviously Of course um, Looks like Sterling Albion Have won the points 2-0 now Dale Carrick Up at Elgin Who, who? Sterling Albion Sterling Albion yeah <laughs> 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 Sounded like an owl there <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, Nothing will be as good as you missing Morelos coming on. Ah, there, that, right? was, ah, that was a bit was embarrassing. Great. That was brilliant. Uh, but we're giving a bit of stick to Derek. I think he loved it as well. Was it Derek? Brian? What was his name? <laughs> Who night? are you talking about? Uh, beat, beat the, the pun Chris. Chris. Oh, Close, right. <laughs> Close. Derek, Brian, Chris. 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 And I did miss the substitution, yeah. Uh, five minutes added at Tyne Castle Don't forget though folks In about ten minutes It's your chance to have your say in the open line So let's hear from you uh, Jot down the number right now 01419511025 What have you made of today's games And what are you expecting for tomorrow Celtic fans, Rangers fans Get on here, pick your team Are you going to bounce back from disappointing defeats All of the other talking points We need to squeeze them all in before five and six. So get your call in, please. Six minutes added at Fraser Wishart's game. He's one of those guys, eh? If you've been to Tenerife, he's been to Elevenerife. He wants to one-up Roger Hanna. He's got an extra minute added on there. Southampton, uh, sorry, Southampton three-one down with Chelsea yeah, going. Ben Chilwell late, late on there, so it looks God, like that one is done. We're talking about Scottish players doing quite well doing south potential outside the box for a cap. What about the boy Ross Stewart? Absolutely, ten goals in his last twelve games. Yeah, I know it's yeah. League One, but he's scoring goals. Yeah, yeah I've well, seen you, you got a wee plug in there for Callum. Yeah, there's a that was all about there. He says he'd buy me a coffee. <laughs> I knew there was something. Yeah, but he is. He's playing very well. Ten and twelve, guys. You've yeah, got to yeah. players that are scoring goals. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him being mentioned a few times. Naturally, at the moment, those guys have got the jersey, don't they? Certainly, no, Dykes and Adams. So to keep an eye on though, Gordon. This bit's had a quiet couple of weeks. He has. Yeah. If you if you listen to the, the Hibs fans, but. Once you're in the squad, you do deserve a bit of grace, don't you? It can't be that every time you have a, a couple of weeks oh, my that you, you, you drop out. Yeah, I think you do need to get the, the grace. Alex pointing at the chance here. You oh, my God. Mackay Stephen is bearing down in the halfway line. Goalkeeper's about, what, 40 yards, 35 yards? He's got yards to do better, uh, turn me. Uh, you're looking for it that just shows you that it's, it's not an easy skill, though. Uh, there's, pa- there's not many he's done it. Patrick Sheik makes it look easy. It's not an easy skill. Right, let's go to McDermott Park. It's finished there, David Friel. 
full time Gordon McDermott Park St Johnson 3 Dundee 1 St Johnson made it 7 wins in a row against Dundee with a comfortable 3 points Chris Kane grabbed 2 and Stevie May also scored to leave their Tayside rivals rooted to the bottom of the league it was a big day for Liam Craig he broke the club's all time appearance record with his 442nd at St Johnson jersey and he ended up with three points the Saints moved up to eighth in the table and they really did deserve the win with the first chance in seven minutes when Harlan found May but he fired wide Kane had a penalty claim turned down and was then booked for diving before firing Saints ahead in 32 minutes O'Halloran was tormenting Dundee and again fired over a great cross Kane was first to the ball and found the bottom corner from 10 yards to put his side ahead there was more to come for the strikers he made it 2-0 in 39 minutes May found space down the right channel this time he sent over a perfect cross for Kane to bundle over the line at the back post the deep boss James McPake was watching from the stand due to a touchline ban and he wanted a big reaction in the second half. He sent on Luke McCown and Kelly and Sheridan to make an impact, but 30 seconds later, straight after the restart, it was 3-0. Michael O'Halloran yet again picking out Stevie May. He took a touch and then found the bottom corner. Some Dundee fans left the stadium at that point as the Saints' support taunted them about a potential relegation this season. McPick players kept going to be fair to them. Jason Cummins and Kelly Sheridan both had chances before Ryan Sweeney made it 3-1 in 74 minutes. He had in a Paul McMullen corner but it was all too little too late as St Johnson secured a deserved win. Liam Craig now getting the ovation for that record-breaking appearance. Full-time at McDermott Park, St Johnson 3, Dundee 1. It's also finished at Tyne Castle, Roger Hanna. It has finished Hearts 2 Motherwell now Hearts are top of the Premiership table tonight Robbie Nielsen's men extend their unbeaten run to 6 games Liam Boyce's penalty Stephen Kingsley's free kick before the break for the crucial moments for Hearts they could even afford a missed Boyce penalty after the break yes Craig Gordon did have saves to make to ease the jambos over the line but after promotion from the Championship last season Hearts can delight in sitting at the top flight summit this evening only 5 minutes gone when they took the lead with a through ball by Gary Mc Barry Mackay, Liam Boyce ran on to it, didn't seem a lot of danger, Liam Kelly came off his line though and caught the Northern Ireland frontman, penalty said referee David Monroe, Boyce picked himself up to smash home his 10th goal of the season and he's 7 in the last 8 games, Hearts really had started brightly, Johanny O'Jalla then taking down Benny Beningamy in the edge of the box after 22 minutes, Kelly seemed to invite Stephen Kingsley to put it into the top left hand corner, and that's exactly what the big defender did, curl at home, round the wall and into the net for 2-0. Mother was rallied slightly after that. Kane Woolery had a shot deflected wide with Gordon left flat footed. Johanna then headed over from a corner. Kelly, he tipped a long read shot from Ben Woodburn over the top and then an injury time at the end of the first half. Mother will almost get a foothold in the game. Tony Watt, an effort somehow tipped over the top by half goalkeeper Gordon. Then from the resulting corner, Bevis Mugabe and Watt both denied by Gordon to show he's really on form ahead of these World Cup qualifiers for Scotland next week. As Monroe blew the whistle at half time, Kelly turned to the mother fans behind the goal and seem to be apologising for his errors in the first half it was proved so costly he almost redeemed himself 10 minutes into the second half though Cammy Devlin fouled in the box by Callum Slattery a second half penalty again boys taking it this time pushed out by goalkeeper Kelly well went down the other end Gordon again excelling to deny Woolery on the break then Kelly a terrific save to deny man of the match Beningamy who was all over the midfield for half he looks a really impressive signing from Everton then Gordon punched away Marco Harris free kick and even managed to get a hand to Ojala's back post header to preserve a clean sheet the only setback for Robbie Nielsen's men losing centre half Craig Halkett to injury midway through the second half the only cloud in the day for the Jambos the top of the Premiership tonight Hearts 2 Motherwell nil. Uh, so big win for Hearts then they are top of the table five minutes added on 
at Tannadice were nowhere near finished there. Uh, Hearts were good for their win, weren't they? And they go top of the league. Yeah, without doubt. And saying that, you know, uh, Motherwell had a couple of opportunities. Craig Gordon, t- top form again, and uh, he has a difference, Gordon. I think he could save Hearts a lot of points, and that's the reason why on the top part of the table. C- certainly today, Mark, because on paper, Liam Kelly's a brilliant keeper as well. Um, but he put it this way: he apologised to the Motherwell fans at halftime, and you don't often see that. He had a Below par afternoon yeah. Craig Gordon did what he does And then in the, in the balance of play Hearts were the better side anyway Yeah I think they were Yeah and they played some good stuff And they probably could have scored uh, More goals uh, If it wasn't for Kelly Kelly made a number of good mm. saves But yeah. two mistakes cost him today It is finished at the Tony Macaroni Let's speak to Fraser Livingston nil, St Mirren won a big win for Saints The winner came through a first half goal by midfielder Ethan Erehorn When they were on top but they had to weather a, st- a hold of pressure in the second half And defend really well as Livingston pushed hard for an equaliser Saints better team in the first half hour deserved ahead 28 minutes a break from a Livingston corner led by Conor Ronan Marcus Fraser was up in support as well He set up Ethan Erehorn whose low shot ended up in the back of the net And Max Strike should have saved the low shot Livy's best spell was just before the break Made a number of chances Jack Harrick made good saves from Odin Bailey and James Penrice then on the half-time whistle. Ayo Obelaye's volley was scrambled off the line by Alan Power. And Livy kept that momentum going at the start of the second half. Longridge did really well with a sharp turn and shot deflected inches wide. Then a spell of pressure and a few corners defended well by Saints. But blow for Livy when Andrew Shinney limped off to be replaced by Bruce Anderson. But they still kept going forward. Odin Bailey should have scored. He nicked the ball in front of Matt Miller who hesitated inside the six-yard box. Bailey's shot deflected off Joe Shaughnessy and bounced over the bar. Actually a good block by the Saints skipper. Miller had his own chance at the other end, but headed straight at the goalkeeper from 12 yards. The Saints were looking for that second goal to kill Livy off. Curtis Main on for Conor Ronan, but still it was Livy who looked more threatening. Obelai, in particular, a threat at set pieces. He floated the header inches wide, then hit the side net with a low shot. Before, towards the end, Saints did have a couple of chances. Main tested strike before Conor McCarthy volleyed a Tanzer free kick over the bar. It was a bad miss from six yards out as Saints looked to put the game to bed. But despite the frantic end, to this game Livingston couldn't create that equalising goal and Saints keep the momentum going two wins in a row but time and time again we've seen it Livy's lack of goals comes back to haunt them and they left the field to some boos from the supporters around me here in the main stand full time here Livingston nil St Mirren 1 uh, so we're almost there then the only game we're still waiting on comes at Tannadice between Dundee United and Ross County but a good win for St Mirren I told you Jack Anik in here last night that's all you need come in here as a shift as a pundit and uh, we'll look after you We'll see to it that your your team uh, Has a bit of an upturn in fortune On the other hand Olivia struggling Yeah absolutely A couple of weeks after beating Celtic Yeah of course it. absolutely And they, they are struggling gone And uh, you know they've not got their usual rhythm uh, Today was an opportunity against A team that would be looking to try and take points And uh, it's not quite happening for them But you always get the impression with Olivia Because of the manager Because of the guys behind the scene Dougie Emery and they're going to dig out the odd result So I think they will be very much in the mix uh, About staying in the league I think they're under pressure Alec already I But more than Dundee? Uh, uh, no I think it'll be a, a fight down there Between Livingston and Dundee I think Dundee concede too many goals I think Mark's correct about that Don't score enough as well Ross County um, I fancied them to get something to do um, I think that they've got enough In their locker But Livingston uh, Apart from the Celtic result Yeah and you've got to say they worked very hard for that. They've just, for me, they've lost too many of their good players. They have to rebuild like most clubs every single year, and I think it's been difficult. Guys, you know where the, where the the league table is at the moment. What are we one short of roughly about the quarter stage, give or take? Normally they say 
that it starts taking shape the league and mm. I think this is pretty much I think the three down the bottom will be fighting for that relegation spot still waiting on Tanadice I think Dave Galloway is going to be asking for double time he's not getting it I'll tell you that much but um, he's he'll be inquiring because it's nearly five o'clock and it's not finished I don't think so um, yeah that one's clearly a little bit behind we had time added on as well and it'll be a nervy end to that one for Dundee United let's see if they can hang on if they win that Gordon it'll be a really good important three points for them yeah open line will be here very soon I'll I'll actually bring you up to speed on the league table once we hear the final result but still nothing from Dave Galloway it really is pretty much six o'clock now Uh, there we go Dave Galloway you're finished how did it go Full time at Tannadice, Dundee United 1, Ross County 0. United made a lively start to this one, but homekeeper Seagrass did very well to stop County taking the lead. Finger tipping Payton's cross comes short round the post. At the other end, Maynard Brewer did well to parry Niskanen's well struck drive after Hart played him in. The visitors passed up an opening when Seagrass didn't deal well with Hungbo's effort. Payton couldn't capitalise though. United took the lead after 31 minutes. Seagrass goal kick helped on by Harks to Niskanen and his shot was fumbled in by Maynard Brewer Tam Court's men tried to turn the screw in and Fuchs hit one in from about 30 yards, a real pile driver, that was brilliantly saved by the county keeper, county showed their intent by bringing on White for Charles Cook um, after half time and going to a front two, they gave it a right good go the Tangerines though really should have gone 2-0 up when Fuchs uh, picked out uh, Clark with a brilliant cross from the right hand side however the striker just six yards out if that couldn't even connect with a header right in front of goal the Staggies very nearly made them pay for that with Hungbo's angled drive hitting the outside of the post and White could only head Spittles cross straight at Seagrist from a few yards out in a crowded box uh, before United sub Apery curled narrowly wide after combining well with Pollock County did have the ball in the net through Dominic Samuel not long on uh, as a substitute but the flag was up for offside so a highly uh, competitive clash here at Tanadice and good entertainment as well it ended Dundee United 1 Ross County 0 and now it is over to you let's hear from you on the open line right now 0141 951 1025 you can of course tweet at Clyde SSB but we love to speak to you on the phones uh, on a Saturday evening what have you made of today's football any Hearts fans out there you're top of the tree for now it might change tomorrow, so why not get in touch and brag well you still can. Motherwell fans, where did it go wrong for you today? St Mirren fans, all of a sudden starting to string some wins together. Why not get in touch? And I suspect lots of you will have tomorrow on your minds. Celtic fans, how big is this game at Aberdeen? How big a test of the Ange philosophy will Pataudry be? How do you feel about a reunion with Scott Brown? And at what team would you pick? You're starting to get a few more players back. Who would you pick? And again, Rangers fans, what team would you pick? Because all of a sudden, Steven Gerrard surprised people uh, with his selection in Europe the other night. It was another defeat. It was another underwhelming performance. Hibs are coming to Ibrox tomorrow. How do you think that's going to go? 0141 951 1025. Pick up the phone right now and we'll speak to you next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. What a Saturday afternoon it's been And there's plenty more football to come tomorrow as well The only thing that's missing from this afternoon Is you lot Pick up that phone right now uh, So we can talk football with you 01419511025 Give us a call right now We're here till 6 o'clock 
Uh, so whether it's today's football, tomorrow's football, or any of the big news stories from the week, now is the time to get in touch and speak to the guys. Just to set the scene from today then, I will run through the results whilst you get your calls in. In the Scottish Premiership, Dundee United 1, Ross County 0, Hearts 2, Motherwell 0, Livingston 0, St Mirren 1, and St Johnston 3, Dundee 1. In the Championship, Hamilton Ackies 2, Inverness 1, Kilmarnock 1, Wraith Rovers 3, Morton 2, Arbroath 2, Partick Thistle 4, Air United 0, and Queen of the South 1, Dunfermline 0. League 1, Airdrie 2, Clyde 1, Alawa 1, Cove Rangers 3, Falkirk 2, East Fife 1, and Peterhead 5, Dumbarton 0. In Scottish League 2, Elgin City 0, Stirling Albion 2, Kelty Hearts 2, Annan Athletic 1, Stenhouse Muir 1, 4 for 1, and Stranraer 1, Albion Rovers 0. And very quickly, the wee league down the road, it finished earlier on. Man United 1, Everton 1, Burnley 0, Norwich 0. Chelsea 3, Southampton 1, Leeds 1, Watford 0 and Wolves 2, Newcastle 1 Now it's over to you please 01419511025 Good day Mark Wilson, plenty more to come tomorrow It was, lots of goals, um, talking points Hearts go top of the league, continue their good form Especially at home, St Mirren, great result Away at Livy and that moves them up on level on points with Celtic And then that takes us on to tomorrow What has it got in store Celtic against Aberdeen Tough place to go Aberdeen desperate for a win And Rangers Hibs That'll be uh, Always is A lively encounter So plenty to look forward to Yeah good results For Hearts and St Johnston And Dundee United today Gordon um, Hearts are absolutely flying Still to, still to lose a game 2-0 uh, uh, Mother will put up a good fight But the two mistakes from the goalkeeper Gave them a mountain to climb Especially at Tynecastle Dundee United After a good, good performance at Celtic Park Continue a lovely win against uh, Ross County And uh, St Mirren I think the St Mirren fans will be delighted With the last two games Six points Climbs them up that table So everything good for Jim Goodwin yeah, thing I love about Saturday afternoon's phone in Alex We can get that yeah. immediate reaction Absolutely. to what happened today Or we can preview tomorrow Or we pick up the pieces from another dramatic week Yeah we've got so much to look forward to Gordon And uh, you're absolutely right Hearts at the top of the league St Mirren picking up a valuable uh, three points on the road St Johnson winning that Tayside derby And Dundee United continue their good form And when you look into the championship as well Gordon Some really really good results You look at Hamilton beating Inverness top of the tree Kamarnock losing to at home to Ross, uh, Rafe Rovers And you look at Partick Thistle Romping at 4-0 against uh, Ayr So some good stuff today 01419511025 I did say immediate reaction Ben is a St Mirren fan Were you at the game today Ben Or did you happen to watch it? No I'm, I was at the game I'm just driving home at the moment From the stadium so What did you make of it? it was great. Yeah it was great um, it, was, it was wonderful to win A hard fought win But I think we, we just about deserved it um, I, was just, I was on a few weeks ago Saying about how the um, you know, I wasn't a fan of us playing two up top and the fact that we weren't getting any joy because we were um, midfield was a band down and we were going long to the guys up front and getting nowhere. And uh, and then since then, we should be putting a man in midfield and putting them um, going to one up top. So since we've done that, it was done three weeks ago, we, we sort of, we've played with one up front, the extra man in midfield and we've actually scored six goals in the last three games. So Hold on a minute, are you, trying to, are you trying to take credit for this? Do you think Jim Goodwin was listening? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm taking credit for this tactical genius. Um so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really working so much better. Even today when we actually took off 
Connor Ronan and put on Curtis Main up front, then we started going long again. So I just don't understand why we do that. But we get two up front. But definitely, I think we're much much better suited when we've got an extra man in midfield and one up front, and it's worked so much better. So I'm I'm feeling a lot better now than I was a few weeks ago. Jim listens, by the way. So yeah. There's every chance. He does, yeah. I don't want to undermine him. Uh, but I said it earlier. Yeah. Jack Anik was on last night, and forgive me, I don't remember if it was during the show or at the break. Um, but he, he was just saying that there has been a bit of a difference recently. <laughs> Or they're playing this box formation was in, mid- the show, Gordon, in, in, in midfield, was it? Yep. Uh, so they play a back three, they play wing backs, then it's two central midfielders with another two midfielders in front of them. Sure. So there's obviously where you get your box, your square, whatever you want. And then the attacking threat in front of that. And um, yeah, wins Seems to be so working. far, can't argue. Yeah, I think it's a couple of back-to-back wins. It's, uh, it's important as well, Gordon. We mentioned that there was four teams uh, down the bottom, but... A couple of wins Some men will start to be looking at top six They'll be disappointed They never quite made it last year Because they did all the uh, home games I think it was in month yeah, of March right. So I think uh, Jim will be looking up I actually like the look of the little boy uh, Ronan He obviously scored a couple of goals last week And, and Ben's telling us he went off there But you've got options Because when you're, t- you're taking him off And putting Curtis Main on It allows you, you The flexibility to take one for the middle of the park And then chase, chase the game up top So no, fair play to them I think fair play to the manager He's he's addressed the situation Okay Ben's taking all the credit uh, As you do As you do Uh, But I think Jim's looked at his squad He's looked at the games It's gone by And thinking right Okay we need that extra midfielder In there to try and You know dominate the middle of the park And uh, his last two results Have been good And that leads to a bit of confidence And um, that climbs him up the table So um, it's been a good day It's been a good week for St Manny Time to start looking up the way Ben yeah, yeah, I hope so. I mean, maybe top six is beyond us, but um, who knows? But uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly a lot more good feel-good factor around the place now. Yeah, the next few weeks are going to be interesting. Before the month's out, Ross County, so you want to put as much daylight there as possible. Rangers, Motherwell, and then again, before the end of the month, uh, Dundee as well. So if you're looking at teams you can potentially pull away from, uh, it could be interesting. Thank you to Ben. Safe trip home, please. That was Ben on the way back from Livy against St Mirren. Uh, let's bring in Thomas, who's a Rangers fan, and see what's on his mind tonight. Thomas? Good afternoon, Gordon. Hello. I'm talking about um, both Rangers and Celtic collectively. Okay. I think this weekend and next weekend could be pivotal because we've got a Hibs tomorrow, perhaps next weekend, Celtic are away to Aberdeen and Motherwell. We've now been put off top spot uh, pending tomorrow's game. Uh, if we don't win, obviously we stay off top spot. If Celtic lose to Aberdeen, we are out of the top six. As I'm looking at us both in Europe, um, we get put out of the Champions League to a bang average 10-man Malmo team and played two, scored zero. Celtic in their Europa League played two, conceded eight. It's as bad. Normally Rangers, like last season, Rangers were pushing ahead and getting good results. Previous years, uh, Celtic have been pulling ahead in the league. I can't remember, going back since going back to maybe the, the days of Aberdeen and Dundee United, when both teams are really so buying average and, and struggling. And I think this weekend and next weekend, because we are, we've got Hibs and Hearts, they've got a, they're away to Aberdeen and Motherwell. Um, Aberdeen need to win. Motherwell doing, despite the day's result, been doing OK. Um, I think this weekend and next weekend will be interesting, but really Rangers and Celtic just now, they're not good representatives in Europe. And I think both teams... Have got a fight in their hands. Uh, yeah, just for accuracy purposes, uh, Thomas, it'll be it's not next yeah, weekend; it's after the international break. But you're right in terms of the the, the games in succession. October 
October looks huge Yeah I, I said that earlier on I think uh, Rangers have got several home games Albeit it's against Hibs Hearts uh, Celtic are on the road uh, Motherwell Hibs Aberdeen So it's a big month Gordon But the, the caller's absolutely right Thomas In saying that You know They're not firing all cylinders And the good thing about that is Is there's a A real kind of Upturn in Hearts and Hibs The way they've been performing You know you look at Hearts again today Continue to do that Dundee United are showing good form Up until today Motherwell are showing good form So they're showing a level of consistency So the Rangers and Celtic Are not running away with it But they have to respond tomorrow These, This is the great thing about Tomorrow's fixtures They all have a really mm-hmm. uh, Big significance If you're Hibs It's probably the best time uh, For Hibs to after go to European game. Yeah, After a European game Plus the fact Hibs haven't lost a game Game in the league um, you know they're sitting second. They can they can leapfrog Rangers. It's a big ask, Alec. I really as I I've got to be honest, and I'll, I'll say it just now. I don't fancy them. But if you're Jack Ross, this is the time you want to go to Ibrox because as well documented, Rangers fans are coming on and saying it. The Rangers manager saying it, saying, "Look, we're not our best just now. They've come off a, a defeat the other night. There, they're at home. They'll, the Rangers fans will be expecting a good performance." And Hibs go there And they've got players That can hurt Rangers If they don't play To That's their capacity oil. Yeah uh, Let's hear a bit from Stephen Gerrard Thomas um, Whilst you're on the line We as a staff And me as a manager Are trying to find The perfect uh, Solution We're trying to find This settled team That will um, Play with this spark And this little bit of life That we have been missing If you like um, But what I would say is We're not concerned Or worried here We, we know where we are this spark and this little bit of life that you guys are talking in the last two press conferences, it'll come. It'll come, trust me, because we've got really good players here and we'll keep improving and we'll keep working hard and that spark will come, but it'll certainly come quicker if we can find this settled team and if we can keep our main players fit and available and if players that are fit and available get themselves in better form. It's been quite the week for Steven Gerrard. He was very unhappy at our Andrew for suggesting that they lacked a spark on Wednesday. And as of Friday He too thinks they are lacking a spark That's football management They have to speak to the press all the time It must get a bit um, tiresome Yeah but uh, yeah I get that he has to defend these players And all managers will But I think he's he's well aware That Rangers are below par And yes they were sitting top of the league before today But there's still so much more to come And I think he cuts a, a frustrated figure At the minute you know I'm reading in the paper today About how he's saying that they, He's not spent anything in the last couple of windows and he, he needs money to compete um, and then what Andrew asked him and then he's actually using Andrew's um, description of where Rangers are he's actually coming out and saying it it looks to me that he's fairly frustrated at his side and the way that they're playing just now so I think if yeah. you're Jack Ross and Hibs you're looking at that thinking like Daz says this yeah. is a good time to play Rangers at Ibrox they're, they're not firing all cylinders And we have the players to hurt them I always feel as if The best opportunity teams have Is directly after Europe Particularly a disappointment You know you look at Celtic Losing heavily Rangers travelling as well I think that always becomes a factor But if we just concentrate on Rangers He, he, he mentioned a few things there Gordon He actually mentioned If you can get some of these players back fit Golson's obviously a blow Kent to me I know he wasn't in great form prior to that And then he also says The better form for the players who are fit so that suggests to me that players are playing under par. They need to get up to speed. And by actually going on a sustained run for both Rangers and Celtic, trying to get players back up to speed as well, that will give them the quarter where he can pick from all his, oh, yes, all his it's players. Been very so disrupted, think, hasn't it? So there, there is mitigating, but you can say that about a lot of clubs. Mm. You know, most managers will come on and say, I've not got so and so available. He's suspended. Somebody's got COVID uh, restrictions because of the times. 
You have to roll with the punches And that's the reason why Rangers and Celtic Have the big squads And tomorrow is You've got to stand up You know You've got a very short window To recover From, from these games as well And you've got to go again Thomas what are you expecting Tomorrow Maybe in terms of The way the team might look Because he made a few changes The other night Didn't he the manager Um and maybe some worked, some didn't. Ultimately, the game was lost. What are you hoping for tomorrow? Well, that, that's the thing. You're saying that um, once he gets a fit and settled team, but um, he dropped one or two players um, rather than losing them through injury. Morelos, for example, who's just not sparked at all this season. They rested him and gave um, Fashion Sakala a run. Um, Goldson, okay, he was he, he's not been available, but again, Goldson has, as I've said previously, he's not been shining at all this season. And you don't know how much of a loss he was, you know, if, if his mind's elsewhere or whatever. And Stevie's uh, press conferences are becoming a wee bit deja vu, as in, we need to kick on, we know where the faults are. But for the last few times, it's been the same press conference. And what I found concerning was, all of a sudden now, he has, this is the first time he has said, um, I've spent nothing in the last couple of transfer windows. Now, that's almost, almost sounding like an excuse because he wasn't saying that last season when we were kicking on. And we've not, OK, we've not spent anything. But as he has said already, we've not lost anyone either that we didn't want to lose. I, so, I get that though, but I wonder if, you know, is it a message? Sometimes managers do it deliberately mm-hmm. because if if you are in Steven Gerrard's shoes and you've done the, the, above your the, way, the yeah. ultimate last year in winning the league and doing well in Europe... Maybe you feel like you deserved a, a transfer fee to spend on someone. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, almost speculate. Yeah, well, well I, I think as a manager, you go through periods where you look at what you have and what you don't have. It's, uh, if you're flying, it doesn't get mentioned because they're kind of huffing and puffing at the moment. He's just highlighting the last two transfer windows. They've not been able to buy anybody uh, uh, from for a fee. Uh, there's a lot of other ways to look at that as well because. The model that Rangers eventually have to get to Gordon is you have to sell players so that you sell your big assets, mm. you buy guys that are kind of potential, you build them up to a similar to Morelos an example, you know, you bring them in for a million, sell them for you, X. You say eventually though, when, when's that going to happen? Surely that summer, that window no. there was the time for that to happen. Well, well the, the devil's advocate for that then, Mark, would be you sell your assets in the summer, you bring in a centre forward who can't hit a barn door, and we've seen it. If, the other quarters where there's somebody spent five million and they don't quite hack it, and they've looked at they're going to look at this summer now with the, with the Champions League money mark. If you'd have sold two or three of your assets and carved that up, then and what they've done is they've supported the manager and says, "Listen, we're not going to give you any money now, but what we're going to do is, is we're not going to sell anyone." But the case well, with Morelos, Morelos, same Morelos for instance, Rangers arguably most sellable asset. Yeah. Caused trouble in the past Behind the scenes with Steven Gerrard He must have foreseen Where he wanted his team to go If he wanted fresh legs in Now it's on his head Who he judges to bring in For a certain fee Was the summer not a time Then to try and move Morelos on And get someone else in I get what you're saying You're not guaranteed goals But look at Morelos He left him on the bench the other night No Well the thing is Does that not go back to the year previous When Celtic decided to not cash in In their big hitters as well Because because what they're doing is Mark they're looking at an end game Celtic were trying to chase the 10 This season Rangers are probably trying to chase The Champions League uh, pot So I can understand from both sides why But eventually Rangers will have to become a selling club And they also have to reinvest I'm that money I'm surprised it's comments Alec And I totally understand <coughs> Excuse me As a manager You want more players The board have stood You know they've not sell MD They've backed them to the hill 
You know, the amount of players that he sell. So, <coughs> excuse me, I thought it was. Are you okay? Over there. You seem to be struggling quite you drastically. You get ready for me. Cut it up, Ray. Is it alright? Just I, I take your time. Are you alright? Cut it down, Stan. Alex Ray, yeah. there were changes made the other night. What did you sure. make? Some were enforced, some were not. Yes. Which ones worked, which ones didn't? Well, what will we see tomorrow? And I, if you could answer all that in 30 seconds. Yeah, we'll please. do. I, I expect uh, Simpson to come into the mix, Gordon. I don't expect Bassey to play we centre half tomorrow. will come back. Yeah, well, again, if he's fit, yeah. I would expect him most certainly to, to come back in. Yeah, uh, in the middle of the park, I would expect a rebound to go in for Bakuna just dropped back one and I expect Hadji to then take Aribo's place further up the pitch the talking point will be will he go with Morelos or Sakala and what are you making of both of them this season or at the moment both which ones Morelos and Sakala how uh, much go Morelos well Sakala? listen see Morelos I, I totally agree with the caller he's not firing anywhere near where he should be Sakala was a bit hit and miss the other night you know he probably ran offside four or five times which you know is a bit naive at that level because you know you have to time the run better uh, full of energy Caused a lot of problems with pace But I, I would go with Morelos tomorrow And do you know why? Him and Portes have had some real ding-dongs And he might just look at that young boy and go Let's have a little fight tomorrow Yeah I can't, I can't disagree I'd go with Morelos Sakala's not really impressed me too much Gordon So <coughs> looks raw doesn't he? There's clearly, yeah. They're clearly Yeah he needs time He's he needs strength time. there but very I, quick I think if you're going with your best centre forward And I know that the caller Thomas is saying that he's not been playing particularly well but he's still your best centre forward and I would go with Morelos Thank you Thomas 0141951 What is on your mind about today's football tomorrow's football something else that you think we've missed pick up that phone and let us know and we'll speak to you next The games are over The talking begins 0141951 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray all in the studio and all chomping at the bit to take your call. So please don't disappoint them. 01419511025 and we'll talk football. Whether it's today's results, previewing tomorrow's games, some big talking points this weekend. We had the VAR uh, raising its head. It's inevitable, according to Roger Hanna and the guys. It's coming here. It's coming soon. Uh, we had the Glen Kamara situation the other night as well. And uh, I'm sure there'll be something I've missed So put me in my place Let me know what I've missed 01419511025 Let's bring in Jim Who's a Celtic fan How does it feel to be a Celtic fan at the moment Jim? What's going through your mind? Well it's it's been the same for a wee while I just can't see how the manager thinks He can come in and think attacking football Is going to to frighten uh, the Premier League I'll tell you why that is Um, I think I think he's depending on the fullbacks going forward too much, and it's getting them into trouble every time you hear somebody talking. I but Ralston, he done that and he's been caught out. Well, I'll tell you the way I would play it. I wouldn't let my fullbacks go over the halfway line, especially the Celtic are playing in. They need their fullbacks in the right positions. I mean, it's it's a simple game. Play the the players. In the positions And then see how it goes there You've got to take a chance Like that You can't depend on fullbacks When you're losing goals The way Celtic are and Again I, 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 Jim, I, Jim I take it you mean in the Do you mean in the big games The European games When they're, you know, when they're second favourite Obviously in domestic games Modern football Fullbacks bomb on all the time You know Celtic would do that domestically Do you mean when they're up against it? No I mean in every game 
That's what not going to happen though, is it? Look at look at any, look at any team. The the, the full well, back is such a key part of the game yeah. now. Well, listen, Take, I think I think if you look at Celtic's home form, Gordon, I know they, they lost points to Dundee United, but in the main, this mm. traditionally they bomb forward and to not get across that for me, mm. is to do with the midfield situation. You need an extra body in there for cover. Uh, and, and again He's doubled down He says I'm going to play the same way I would expect McGregor To be the sitting midfielder Tomorrow <coughs> Rogic and Turnbull Either side him And he just play the same way hey Mark We're about to watch a guy Play for Arsenal Called Kieran Tierney It's a good job He didn't get told to stay mm. In his own half And uh, his other pal Andy Robertson And look, the list goes on That's just not going to happen However I, I thought maybe Jim meant In the bigger games mm. You take the other night And particularly With this inverted fullback idea I referenced it last night It was doing the rounds on social media There was an image And I think it was just before One of Leverkusen's goals Where Anthony Ralston And Adam Montgomery Were inside the centre circle yeah. I think it was the second Was it the second goal? Um, um, it, like it's a problem No doubt it's a problem When you lose the ball And those full backs are inverted And almost in the centre circle You lose, leave huge <clears> gaps And you leave your centre halves exposed you, you run the risk of your centre halves Then get dragged into wide areas which just they don't leaves want to be. you wide open in the middle of the pitch, and that's why I keep saying I feel sorry for that central midfielder, that holding midfielder. He can't cover him up. So exposed. I don't think there's anything wrong with fullbacks bombing up into the final third. It is such a, a, a an important part of the game for any team, but just the way Celtic play, it's fine in possession. Understand in possession, you want the extra bodies in there to create the overload in midfield when you're in possession. The problem is when you lose that ball and against Bayer Leverkusen's and your better sides, they know where the gaps are. They watch Celtic. They would have studied Celtic. They would have known where to exploit those gaps and how to do it. And the game plan just rolled out pretty easily. You, the other night, you've got to say. I, I think you've got to have real good centre-backs to play that way, Gordon. It's the only criticism I'm giving the guy, right? I I just think he asks one or two, like Ralston and Montgomery, for instance, the other night, to go and do things that... I don't think they look comfortable can't at do it, it. Does. Yeah, I don't think they look comfortable, Alec. Um and Mark's right. Leverkusen will have done their homework and the minute these guys are in there and they go at the ball, they're putting into the areas and they cause Celtic all sorts of problems. I think Celtic are a very attacking side. I like watching them, especially at Celtic Park. I know what Mark's saying about the extra midfield player. I don't think he's going to change that. But I just think he needs to get better players in. And with, if, uh, with that though, the fullbacks, you're right, and finding people that can play that role. Where do you find fullbacks that can play that role? Fullbacks are fullbacks for a reason. They've been brought up that way skills. to play a traditional role. To try and change someone's game or to get players mm. who can play that way, you're talking top level. Well, Man, Man City, that's a, that's a model that's on with uh, Guardiola, but. You've got to say They have got top quality yeah. players yeah, but, but, That but, can but, keep but the ball fair, That's all relative though Because the opposition, the opposition That Man yeah. City are trying to get the better mm. of Is better than the opposition Generally that Celtic are trying to get the better of Yeah but I just I just think When you come up against a team like Leverkusen the other night It was tailor made for them The minute Celtic lost the ball They are clever They're top players Gordon They knew where the space was And the guys are right They two centre backs For Celtic they're getting exposed They, they do not like Getting uh, brought out To the areas And they look Very uncomfortable But he's not going to change I like the fact I'm all for him I'm not going to stand here And criticise him I like his football I think Like everyone else He needs time And I hope He gets the time but does, And then we judge him From does there you're, you're, In some ways You are criticising Because you're saying Seeing an offensive uh, 
aspect to your saying this is brilliant and I think most Celtic fans would agree they're happy to watch that it's the other side I mean it was now, bizarre the other night wasn't it you've seen 4-0's come in all shapes and form they, they started the game really well and yeah. started the second half well now I, that, that doesn't count for anything you lose the game 4-0 but that it, this was probably where it comes down to how patient you're willing to be there is clearly the makings of something I don't know if yeah. it'll ever materialise but what he's got is a team that on paper maybe isn't that strong individually. There will still be glaring weaknesses in it, but but they're able to cause top teams problems. But my goodness, they just can't they can't do the other. Bit yeah, of it. but listen, we've all played football at a decent level, and as much as you look brilliant going forward, you look a constant threat. You still have to be mindful of the other side of the game, which is being defensive, being hard to break down. Even if you go back to the Livingston game. They turn over a possession They were exposed in the middle of the park A ball out to the left hand side And you've won mm. v one in the box That for me is fat And that's against Livingston So until they actually sort that other side Gordon The jury's still out for me But well, It goes back to sorting the other side I, I agree with you Ali I, I think I look at their defence And I don't I think they still need centre halves in there I think they need to be stronger I think the You know full backs are a must In the next transfer window as well But He's, he's improved the side I think Celtic fans Like what they see And if they're patient enough Give them time You look at When Rangers changed everything Brought in Steven Gerrard And they were patient with him And he transfer window After transfer window And he brought player in After player And he got the rewards And the Rangers supporters Backed him That's what Celtic need to do With this guy Let's see, hear from him You don't want to Ignore your opponent Because you've got to respect you know, What they bring And like I said They've had a Probably the supporting staff for them, but you now I guess they'll be just as motivated. And, and you know they they didn't have a game midweek, so they may see some advantage in that. So, but again, all these things become irrelevant. We, we've we just got to be a, a stronger team than, than what we are at the moment in terms of turning our performances into into results and getting Cal back. That will help because he's you know he's one that won't accept what's going on at the moment. What about tomorrow then? Uh, Aberdeen are not a, a side in form either, and that's interesting, Mark. What he was saying about you know not ign- not ignoring opposition, and I think you and lots of people would say if you're up against the strength of of Bayer Leverkusen, um, you know you need to look at what they can do and maybe tweak a few things domestically. If you're Celtic and you're Rangers and you absolutely blow everyone else out the water in terms of resources and finances and all the rest of it, you should be able to try and play your way domestically, should you not? You should be, but let me say this: I've been in a dressing room with with another manager who thought that way and it didn't work out for him. Mm. Um, Tony Mowbray was very similar that we wanted to play a certain way, mm-hmm. didn't really pay much attention to the opposition, and it comes back to bite sure. Him. But but was he just maybe not good enough at it then in that team? Because let, how many times did Brendan Rodgers' Celtic team say, "Oh, we're up against Hearts today. Or we better we better put an extra defender in, or we better put a big target man." Brendan Rodgers came and played. Even Steven Gerrard, and it took a while. When did when did Rangers ever change the way they play they, yeah. domestically? They yeah, don't because they, they should be better than everyone else. Yeah, they should be. But if you play so open in the middle of the pitch, remember these guys in the Premier no, ship no, in Scotland. That, that's my not point. A, I'm not saying they're good enough at it. Far from yeah. it. But this notion that. But that, well, uh, that's uh, like saying if you've got good enough players, you can play four no, up front no, and no. four in defence, and you should win anyway. If, you, if, you can't. If Celtic and Rangers need to pay so much attention to domestic opposition, chances are what you are doing is wrong. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Something's going wrong. Yeah. They, in an ideal world, they shouldn't have to do it. Stephen Gerrard doesn't really do it, and Brendan Rodgers never did it. No, but Brendan Rodgers played a lot more conservative 
without the ball. I don't think Ange Postacoglu has he, did trained Did he not play a 4-2-3-1? 4-2-3-1, so it's, it's much more conservative. Because he knew, in domestic games against your Aberdeen, Dundee United, whoever, they will have possession. They have got good players who can cause you problems. Even if your players are playing at the top of the game, you've got to minimise the risk at the other the other mm-hmm. end of the park. And I don't think Ange Postacoglu has paid much attention to that, if I'm honest. And it looks great at home to St Mirren and, and Dundee when everybody's flying and want to get involved. But the hardest bit of the game is doing the dirty side up. Guys like Turnbull and Rogic running back. And against better players, and especially in that midfield role, they don't look like they're So you go to Aberdeen tomorrow and, and put an extra midfield player in After I, the way I, it's went And results tell the McGregor, story McGregor, McCarthy, someone like I that would. I would I don't think there's any chance He's got to do that No boys. I don't either I, but, I, I, but I think he's I got think he his, yeah, Well He's got to live and die by his results um, He believes that The best way to get results Is this attacking formation I, I totally agree Can I ask you something then Des just, uh, Des just on hypothetic right and, and you've said Listen if this is the way He thinks he's going to get it See if he doesn't get a result tomorrow And that's four games In the bounce Where he's not won away for you mm-hmm. At what point does he step back And go I need to change this well, that's a, that's a sign of a that's a sign of a good manager, Alec. If something, uh, especially away from home, isn't working for you, you've got to tweak it. You've got to adapt. Adapt. To but it, with yes. every passing week that goes by, and he's saying, "I'm not going to change the way I play." Hmm. I said this last night. Next week, you can still play attacking football, Mark, and and and, and tweak your. I said your, this your last system. night. I wonder if we need to to alter the the narrative a little bit, right? This guy has to do about six press conferences a week at the moment because Celtic play midweek. See if he's telling you on Thursday they ain't going to change his philosophy. Mm, See, if it goes wrong on Sunday, we don't need to have another discussion because guess what? See, on Sunday, he still won't want to change his philosophy. And see, the next time we speak to him on Tuesday, it's pointless this. The guy has made it very clear. And as you said, eventually, he'll either succeed or he won't yeah. but the constant obsession week to week, in fact, it's not even that. It's every three days about whether he's going to change. I think that's starting to get a little bit tiring already. But the only way it can change, Gordon, is through results for yeah, him. Yeah, I get that, but it's very short term to, to keep worrying about Thursday, you know, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, and then expect the answer to be different in three days' time. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's just like Dad says there, you would have to expect that at some point down the road he would look to adapt to that then because you can't keep going, this is the way we're playing, and the results are no. At what point do you go, and it's, it's the way Celtic lose goals just now. Have you seen them every week? Pretty similar The goals are losing Wide open Teams cutting through And the score Last season The criticism at Neil Lennon His side Was set pieces And how they And people Were right to have a go at that So people are equally Right to have a go At every week It's the same kind of goal So the criticism will come And like the guy saying You said It'll only stop When results start coming And he needs it tomorrow uh, Let's bring in Mark Who wants to change the topic slightly Mark and Bell Hill Take it away Hi guys, I hope you're all doing all right. Good, thank you. Just listen to you earlier on about the VAR and bringing mm-hmm. how good or bad it's going to be. One of the, I can't remember which one of the guys had mentioned that, or the, the, how much money is it going to cost the teams? How much money is it going to cost the teams not having it? Uh, Takes today's games, for instance. I'm a Rangers man, right? But I'll be watching the other game. I've got a wee soft spot for them. And that, the first penalty. Mm, maybe, maybe no uh, The ball actually looked out of play uh, When he actually made the contact Very, very minimum contact The second penalty Although it didn't change the, the course of the, the, the game Was not a penalty And VAR would have showed that Now, considering, especially this season 
uh, Rangers, Celtic, Hearts <laughs> and uh, Hibs have all got a chance to get into a competition that's going to be worth between 30 and 40 million. Now, it's a blatant mistake by a referee or a linesman going to cost that team that amount of money. Is it worth it taking a chance in VAR? But that's the good, the good and the bad side. But I'm just wondering, do you really trust the SPFL and the SFA with VAR? I mean, you say they've not exactly done the, the, the greatest job over the years, have they? What do you think? Well, first and foremost for me, you make some valid points here about decisions because we were on the studio, you and I, Gordon, are kind of still undecided. I think the guy says it was a penalty for the first one. The the second penalty for me was not, not a chance. And these are big calls. Now, the the, the callers saying they're aye, the blatant mistakes. But see, to be honest with you, see when you've got VR, I think it's not so much blatant. You know, some of the marginal ones mm-hmm. may well show up uh, just as much, Gordon, rather than the ones that are maybe a yard offside. Yeah, so, so I think it's important to try and get these decisions right. It's an interesting point about you know, and I get what Mark's saying. There's so much money in the line at the moment, um, and do you really want a team to to lose out on all that money by a bad refereeing decision? Now VR will help, mm-hmm. but I think we need to stop kidding ourselves on people. People almost like we've been striving for this perfection that just doesn't exist. I mean, the worst word. Ever that when it comes up with this stuff is consistency, and people keep saying we want consistency. How can you expect two different sets of human eyes to look at two isolated incidents and always come to the same conclusion that you want them to come to? That's what people mean when they say yeah. we want consistency. That's really what they, they mean. Their teams, they, 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 the right ones. <laughs> they want yeah. their opinion to be matched every time, which isn't going to happen. VAR, Gordon, what it does gives you another chance, chance. which helps. But yeah. by the way. Mark might still phone up at the end of the season Next season Having seen a VAR decision And say mm-hmm. That decision cost Rangers the title And it cost us £30 million That that won't necessarily get taken away Because football Until we employ some sort of robot To, to make the decisions There will always be an element of ob- objectivity Where someone has to look at an incident And decide Whether there was a, a, a crime or not Yeah, We watch it every week in, in English football, Gordon And you don't always... Agree with the VAR decisions. Decision, yeah. So, but I, I think it's important that you know that I'm not a great fan of it as as a supporter. I've got to say, but I can totally understand it. I think it would obviously give the referee and the assistant referees a lot more help in getting the big decisions right. But you said it; it's not a hundred percent, and it may cost you down the line. Mm. But I do think it's a sign of the times, and it's certainly welcome to Scotland. God, if you make less mistakes and yeah. we're actually Just currently getting it, and reduce, that's the word I'm looking for. So if you do that, then mm. I think it's worthwhile implementing it. And I get, I know, you, Mark. Look, football administration is a bit of a no-win situation. I bet there's not a country anywhere. I know we think it's exclusive to us. But you go you go down south. I, I doubt English football fans go. Oh, the FA are brilliant. Or you go elsewhere. People don't think that their their governing bodies are brilliant. But but surely the question is: even if you think our refs are terrible, will they be a little bit less terrible if they get a second look at things? Well, yeah, I, I totally see where you're coming from. The, the way I see it is just. If we could, they've had plenty of time to actually up for other countries to use it. Mm-hmm. So they should be able to come up with a way of either matching today's standards with countries or even exceed the expectations. I mean, say, how hard is it for having four professional footballers looking at a screen and having at least maybe 
three out of the four say that is a decision. If, if they don't all come to the same decision, then, well, the referees, I mean, whatever decision he made stands. Yeah, I mean, it won't be that. It will be a video assistant referee and, and a team. It will, you know, that, how many people are we having to to get involved if, if no. that's the case? And by the way, we're already... That's overcomplicating it for me. Imagine you having the final say on a decision that involved... Celtic or yeah, you know what? Or the, the team objective. that's come on, or the team that's next to you know, <laughs> Penoy, <laughs> Stonewaller, it's in the centre circle. Um, so it will be implemented broadly speaking, the same yeah, as course. the same as everywhere else. Um, interesting, though, Mark. Some thought-provoking stuff. Mark and Bell's Hill. Thank you. Good time to call. By the way, we could be speaking to you next. After they play, you have your say. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex Ray, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson are all here And there's still time for you to get your calls in We're here until just before 6 uh, So pick up that phone and let us know what you're thinking Either about today's football Or about tomorrow's action as well Will we hear from Jim Goodwin Good 1-0 win for yes. St Mirren at Livy today It's very rare that you, you see a an attractive, uh, entertaining, you know, game of football here. Some of it's down to the pitch, and you know, some of it is down to the way that Livingston set up and, and get stuck in. And you've got to give them credit for that. But you know, I think any team in the Premier League um, would come here and take a one nil all day long. Obviously, we'd love to try and play a bit more um, uh, possession-based football and maybe try and dominate the game a little bit more that way. But. I said to the boys before a ball was kicked, you know, I didn't care how we got the result today. As long as we came away with all three points and were able to put back-to-back victories, you know, that was the most important thing. And we've managed to grind out the result. It was a great goal, actually, when you, you know, we defended the, the, the set play really well initially. Marcus Fraser, I think it was, they got that first header. And then Ethan Erdahan picks up the second ball on the edge of the box and Connor Ronan drives us up the pitch. And both Ethan and Marcus, who are defensive-minded players in our team, are, um, you know, sprinting 100 yards to get up and join in with the play, which is great credit to them and it shows you the kind of commitment and desire that's in the group to go and get a goal. Strijek in goal will probably be disappointed as managed to go underneath his arms but you know we're forever harping on to the players that hit the target and you never know what can happen and on this occasion we've got the break. A goal and an assist for Lyndon yes, Dykes today by the way we're just watching it right so it's international week and that's why we discuss it. His assist is absolutely ridiculous. He, <laughs> he headers the ball while he's lying on his stomach and just He's on the on the grass, but headers it anyway. It pops back up to him. He gets up and, and passes it in, and, and uh, his teammate scores, having already scored. So good to see him in interesting form. Uh, Jim Goodwin there. That's a good line, isn't it? And it's probably true. He says any team in the league takes coming here and winning one nil to Livingston. Yep. Yeah, I liked I like the way he went about his business today. He says, look, doesn't matter how we play, grind out a result. And sometimes, well, especially when you go to Livingston, that's that's a message in the dressing room. Look, it might not be pretty this afternoon. Grind out a result And they achieved that Six points out of the last two games He'll be delighted He climbs the table again So um, You know That's been It's been a good two games For, for Jim Goodwin And uh, As he said there Wasn't probably The, the, the best game St Man have ever played But it doesn't matter They go away Back down there mate With three points Level points with Celtic now And the good thing about that For Jim is You go into the international break On the back of two wins Lovely Yeah It was always a boost That international break You get a good result A week quite night night, Exactly Yeah But with Jim Ever since that game At Easter Road Where I thought they were They were brilliant They kept going To the last minute They got the equaliser After that Just built built confidence And what a confidence builder That win is today at Livy 
Um, one that we'll need to keep an eye on. It's it's early, uh, so the details. There's there is an alleged race, racist comment from a Ross County fan directed towards Fuchs of Dundee United. Yeah. Now at the end of the game, uh, Tam Courts held up a show racism the red card T-shirt in the direction of the Ross County fans. Yeah. Um, now. Malky Mackay then says that the alleged comment was apparently there was you know there was swearing involved, but it wasn't of a a racist nature. So we will see, I guess, uh, that whether an investigation will take place or not. It's just so early. We're talking about half an hour ago here, but that's the allegation and the response. If you like, I would quite like to try and hear from uh, James McPake before the end of the show. I don't know if this will happen or not because he said the players need to take a look in the mirror. They look like a championship team And the fans have got every right to be unhappy Because I wouldn't pay to watch that either Says James McPake uh, That's what you call throwing your players under a bus uh, I don't Oh here th- we go We've got a little yeah. bit of it I'm not sure if all of that's included But let's give you a little taster I feel sorry for Dave McKay, Martin Hartley And the rest of the coaching staff That I put them in a position That they'd stand and take a, a game like that In the first 20 minutes I thought it was pretty, pretty poor game for both teams then they scored the first goal and it's the same old story. From then we looked beat. Now these lads have gave me everything but today is probably the first time I can stand since they're United um, at Dens. I can stand and say that was nowhere near good enough. I take my, my post near the blame because I'm sitting in the stand through a stupid mistake last week but players need to look themselves in the mirror. Particularly tonight and I said that after the United game that whether it's in other games when we're not scoring or whether it's games were today like that after 20 minutes you could see what the game was going to be like it was it was whoever wanted it more and s- simple as that they wanted it more they cut us open at will today's uh, the worst they felt and the worst the worst we'd played by a mile and today we looked like a championship team if I'm honest and we need to get it right it's always very passionate stuff from James McPake isn't it I've noticed that he's only been in the top flight back in the top flight a, a few weeks and it's you know whether he's happy or angry yeah. or Straight, whatever it is, he, he wears his heart on his sleeve and is a straight shooter. Yeah, it's been a tough few weeks. Uh, I, I was chatting to someone who, who informed me that he took the Dundee Derby um, to heart, like you always do after a derby, especially when you play so well. And the game uh, last week against Rangers, the chances there to get back in it, and it's not went his way. Today sounds like a very different performance, but the pressure mounts quickly on you as a manager when results like that keep happening. And uh, yeah, he is a straight shooter, Gordon, like you say He won't let his players away with much And his players need to step up to the mark If they're going to compete yeah. in this league Yeah, I think when you look at the off-the-field stuff as well, Gordon That just compounds it One win in the last ten Six losses And it's really worrying times up there Because they don't seem to be able to score goals They're conceding it on a regular basis And the quicker they get a result Because he'll be getting away deflated It's a two-week process You're trying to lift players as well over that time And... Uh, the break game. might come at the right time for him. I, I like this argument, right? Because you always hear that, don't you? It mm-hmm. can come at the right time. You think so, Dash? If you've yeah. lost, because it gets you the chance to reset and players get Oof. back. No, for fresh, me. No, for me. It Willow. also lets you stew on it for yeah. a couple oh, of weeks. Two weeks it? Yeah, it depends on the injury list as well, Gordon. Yeah. He may have one or two of his big well, hitters. Is still injured, isn't he? It gives him a couple of weeks. He can then address what's happened in the first sort of like eight games. I like I can go and work at it day, you know, do double sessions and try and just get a fresh start again after the international break. So I'll be interested. I, I'm with you. I think the the recipe for disasters there they don't score enough goals and they lose too many. 
That's not a good combination No That's a recipe for disaster I've got to be honest with you See going into this Two week break On the back of that And you're looking at your players You've already called them out And it's your job To then go in and lift them Over the next couple of days Oh no thanks uh, To be fair He took his, his share of it as well Didn't no, he um, Let's quickly hear a bit Graham Alexander Before we go Lost 2-0 to Hearts today Difficult start You know Conceding a goal uh, Penalty after Two minutes um, Quality free kick Shortly after that But My players heads never dropped We kept uh, committing uh, To the attacking side of the game And, and Certainly had chances to, to score And get something from it So We know it's not always Going to go our way But I, I felt the General performance Was a massive improvement on our performance last week and that the big moments didn't go for us this week we have to learn from that the second one's definitely not a penalty I've seen it it's not a penalty if you're giving penalties for that it's going to be like six six a game um, it's just not a non-penalty but um, you know great save from Liam to, to, get, to keep us in it um, but certainly I, I was really proud of the players today. and that's pretty much us a huge Set of results this afternoon Mark Wilson And it is all set up To be an absolute cracker tomorrow It certainly is A couple of good games It all starts at Pataudry Where Aberdeen are desperate For a win against a Celtic team Also desperate for a win And Rangers will look at that table tonight And want to regain top place Hearts flying at the minute Don't look like they're going to drop much uh, But it's over to Rangers And Hibs Which will be a tasty encounter Thoroughly looking forward to it yeah, it certainly will. Today's results leave the Scottish Premiership table. Um, well, very interesting if you're of a Hearts persuasion. Hearts are top at the moment. Hibs and Rangers will be looking to reclaim that top spot tomorrow. I am sure Livingston uh, struggling down near the bottom after that defeat today. But there is lots to look forward to and we are marking that by being on for a Total of 6 hours and 15 minutes tomorrow <laughs> You lot better sleep well tonight Quarter to 12 11.45 I will say the words Good morning And welcome to Super Scoreboard We don't do it very often We are here tomorrow at 11.45 So make sure you join us And up next it's the GBX <laughs>